cliffcentral.com. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show on a weekend where everything happened. Everything that's possible on this planet in football has gone down. Betrayal, he's going. He's not going. He's arriving. He's flying on a private plane. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is the only thing that matters right now. Leo Messi's so dead right now. Who, who is that even? Uh, I mean, Ronaldo broke the internet. Let, let, let's just get straight to it. Uh, I've got two gentlemen here. Uh, I, like, who cares what's in the show, actually? Just, who cares? A lot of people saying that's not professional hosting, but, you know, they must get their own show. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, Paulo, how are you doing? I mean, you, you're Portuguese. Uh, your surname's Diaz, like the guy at Man City. Uh, I, I, what are we doing here? What are we doing? I should have worn flip-flops today <laughs> because I will be flip-flopping quite a lot. From my statements on Friday, she was. I'm quite a revisionist. Uh, yes, yes. Stance today. Now, Paulo, before we get into the Ronaldo thing, um, a few people have come back to me. Uh, saw somebody yesterday who said, "I need to ask you what you are smoking," because you did mention the thought that Arsenal Football Club, which um, reside in North London, could actually get a result against Man City. And let's just address that whole thing before we before we deal with anything else. I like Star Wars. Yeah. I like fantasy. I like superhero movies. So I like to believe in the absurd, actually. <laughs> and I think that's what guided me. <laughs> I honestly couldn't believe it could be that bad. I was like, surely, surely Arsenal can't be that rubbish. Yeah. That they're going to completely blow it up. And they did. And they were worse. They were terrible. The City didn't even have to play. City were walking. Yeah. No, no. It was... So, it- so, so you're, that I, was... need, I need to be more in realism. I need to do what you do. I need to read financial yes. books, yes. science, yes. philosophy. Talk to me. Base my world in substance, yeah. not in flim-flam. And then I'll believe... <laughs> now, a I lot of people are Arsenal. saying you're, you're Latin and that's going to... Uh, you, you know, it might, might be... Uh, a lot of people might say I'm racist for saying you've got that hot blood tends to make you feel... Uh, I mean, your blood's the same temperature as everybody else's, but it's a stereotype, racial stereotype. You are Portuguese. You're more into the fields than the hard facts. Your thoughts there. You know what? Yes, you're right. Because I cannot believe that 11 professional footballers could care so little. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) I cannot believe no one can actually give, like, less of a a crap. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's quite right. No, that is is an incredible thing. Uh, Sitting next to you, a man who uh, represents a tribe that did try and loot and break down the whole of South Africa, the Zulu tribe. I'm just saying that's what happened. uh, But you're a handsome face guy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You are a Manchester United supporter. Mm -hmm. uh, You've been at it this morning. Cristiano Ronaldo, the prodigal son, has come home. Give me your immediate thoughts. What sort of prospects are we looking at for Man United? Everything. Everything. League by Ju- by January. Yes. Champions League's coming. League Cup is yes, coming. Man. FA Cup is coming. Yes, man. Ballon d'Or's coming. Yes. Golden Boot. Golden Boot. Yes, man. What else? Yeah. All everything. South, South African PSL. Count that too. Yeah. We'll take that while we Best cinematography. You yes. know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Yes, 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 Nobel yes. Nobel yes. Peace Prize. No, that's the one. It must be Nobel Peace Prize because United fans are happy with the Glazers now. So that is going to be a massive contribution towards world peace. And incredible. So you're winning it all. 
Uh, Everything. Guys, I'll be disappointed with the trip. All right. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. This is what I've been stuck with. Okay, listen. Uh, as uh, we, We're going to have uh, plenty today. Uh, where I was right and wrong, we'll talk Ronaldo, obviously. And then we'll talk Formula One. Spike Valentine will join us in the second hour. Uh, this is the MKT show, and there's plenty coming up uh, after this. CliffCentral.com Well done. I'm redefining broadcasting, folks. I'm not going to have anyone tell me that isn't the best way to bring a show back on this planet. Well done. Paolo, you know what I'm saying? That's good because you're acknowledging people's good decisions. Yeah. And that's what life's about. You're affirming positive choices. You know what I hear you saying there is that I'm a good person and... No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Have I... No, not a good person. I wouldn't go that far. All right. No, no. I'm conscientious <laughs> of other people's efforts. Sure, sure. I, you know, that, that was the classic ask for a sandwich, take the kitchen mentality there. So that's going to happen. Senzo, you come from a tribe called the Zulu people. You did try and bring this country down, just your thoughts in defense of uh, the Zulu nation. No, yeah, bro. The looting, the shutting down the whole of KwaZulu Natal. I mean, is that something you want to address or should we just move past that? Cristiano Ronaldo's back. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> Forget looting, forget it all. The only thing I want to hear today is Ronaldo. CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, we'll get to Ronaldo as I do um, every single Monday. Of course, it's all about, you know, life is about integrity. Now, do I have any of it? A lot of people saying that's questionable. Uh, But the one way to do it is to ensure that uh, you admit when you're right and when you are wrong. Uh, As I do every single Monday. Um... (laughs) <laughs> what a weekend of sport Alright, give me some of that music Let's get into it Where I was right Where MKT was right Where MKT was wrong uh, l- Let's get into it, folks It's Listen Right, we'll start off with where I was right um, Arsenal are trash It's as simple as that It's it's a mess of an institution From top to bottom um, Paolo said it just now Beautifully is there is no way you can think to yourself 11 professional footballers will care that little. There is no way. It, it's not possible. It's not about the loss. We expect City to put three or four past Arsenal. And it's the old adage is there's ways to lose. You know, from a coaching standpoint, that was embarrassing. You cannot have Gundogan uh, this season and Raheem Sterling last season beat your centre-backs in the air in exactly the same fashion. Backstick. And it's over Holding's head. It's over Chambers' head. That's not possible. Kalasinac, what's he still doing in the team? I was right. Arsenal, trash. Where I was wrong, India uh, are not a proper team. I thought they would steamroll England and actually show that it is the second coming of a great dynasty. Absolutely pathetic performance. We will get to that. Uh, Indian cricket, embarrassing. Where I was right, I've always said this, and it's not a hot take for me. He may not be their best player. He's the most important player. Uh, Spurs need Son more than need Harry Kane. And I, I love Harry Kane. And those numbers are always going to be important. You're, gonna, you're always going to need that. Son Heung-min fits into any team. He, he would play at Real Madrid. He would play at Barcelona. He can do it all. He's, he's, I don't think he's as good as player because that's, that's just trying to be a cool guy. Trying to be edgy. But I think he's more important to Spurs. He, he really gives you everything. The quality. High-end quality. The work rate. Right, left, up front. You've seen how they've started. They beat Man City. He's sensational. Son Heung-min. Where I was wrong, Luke Shaw is is now becoming... We're starting to get into world-class territory. Uh, you, you don't do 18 months. And I thought his performance yesterday... And Man United were awful in the first half. And Luke Shaw was the one guy who actually held it together. The delivery is phenomenal. 
and we're starting to get listen let's first of all let's respect bbw wingbacks because that's what it's about he gets the body in the way is there is no moving that and he's doing it at high pace he looks after triore incredibly one-on-one on an island i thought that was phenomenal luke shaw's proper and i was wrong he, he, that guy is proper box to box sensational where i was right i said a couple of uh, years ago Daniel Levy, whether you like him or not, is the best owner in the Premier League. Now, that's not to say they're going to win. I'm saying he's the owner you want. He's the guy you don't want to negotiate against. Harry Kane this, Harry Kane that. The stadium this, the stadium that. I've heard Arsenal fans now for seven years telling me we can't afford players because we're paying off the stadium. Oh, really? Because Tottenham just broke their transfer record twice. Like, that's real. You saw the probably the best stadium in the Premier League and they're now starting to fill the squad out. Listen, Daniel Levy, uh, love him or hate him. He's the best owner in the league. Listen, I love Raymond, Roman Abramovich. But that guy, uh, Spurs, look out. They do it right from here. Where I was wrong, I thought Harry Kane would fire his brother by now. Senzo said it. I said it. Harry Kane should have fired his brother by now. This is a calamity. I don't know how, he, how they do business uh, moving forward. Because Harry Kane will want another move. He will want another move. That's going to happen. And my father always used to say to me, when somebody shows you who they are, Believe them the first time. Harry Kane's brother couldn't handle it. He he, that, he should have got this done. And Harry, uh, it, it may be time to move on. Where I was right. Harry Kane's not going anywhere. I said it at the beginning. I said I could see it coming. And hey, you can go and look it up. Check the tape. I said Harry Kane's not going anywhere. Because I've watched how Daniel Levy moves. Is you only leave when Levy says you're out. And Spurs, new stadium. They need to make sure they sell. The most valuable property in world football right now. Don't tell me about Mbappe. Do not tell me about these other guys. The figurehead for English football is Harry Kane. That is the most valuable product in the world. A lot of people say Wayne Rooney stayed in the England team two years too long. Do you know why? Because he was attached to the English brand and was the most valuable product in the world. Forget about these other guys. English football is the most valuable thing in the world. I'm not saying it's the best. Harry Kane is the most valuable product in the world. Daniel Levy knows this. He's just done a deal with the NFL. We're going to America. Harry's the guy. We need to sell the English gentleman. He knows this. You think Levy hasn't worked that out? I was dead right. Uh, Harry Kane going nowhere. Where I was wrong. Listen, my own football club, uh, Marcus Alonso, it works. He looks clumsy. He looks he looks gangly. He looks like he's not athletic. But it works. <laughs> it just works. The guy was unbelievable. Uh, down to 10 men. Uh, obviously, VAR and Liverpool trying to cheat everybody on earth. Um, but it, hey, evil, evil will not prosper. It won't do it. Marcus Alonso, you're the guy. Where I was right, Man City don't need Kane. I mean, you saw that. Like, Arsenal, by the way, over the last 15 years have spent the fifth most amount of money. Is that's the, We're not talking about... They're not playing Kaiser Chiefs there. Is that was blown away and embarrassed in second gear. They've done that to mm. two teams now. They're, like, City never got out of second gear. Because if Pep really wanted to turn the music up, that could have got ugly. And, and I'm talking, like, volleyball scores. <laughs> Like, like ugly, like people go 11 0. I'm, I'm like, well, let's get to the mid mid teens there. That was, oh, that was so ugly. They don't need Kane. Don't worry about it. They're winning the title by 10 points. Where I was wrong, uh, he plays on the left, he plays on the right. That boy Ronaldo, and you know, the rest of it, he's back home. The prodigal son has returned. We On the show, uh, we all professed it. Man City, this, does Sterling go? I, I was certain. Uh, like, City are winning it by 38 points. Cristiano Ronaldo's gone home. As we all do in the end, we return home. Cristiano Ronaldo, CR, we can't call it seven now. I'm probably thinking nine. I don't Like Martial, we saw it on the weekend. Hey, nice haircut. Could probably go to church with his mum with that, but it's too late. 
it's too late. That number nine will be available. CR9, uh, let's get this thing going. And now the set has been destroyed. <laughs> the set is falling apart. I'm sad about it. But you guys are not sad. CR7 is home. Someone call Michael Debrolio. That, oh, that is a workplace accident. Now, I'm claiming. How do you how do you explain Michael Debrolio to people? Because that reference is so South African <laughs> that there are people right now somewhere on a tax haven island, Canary Islands or somewhere. They have no idea who Michael Debrolio is. No, but everyone everyone knows him. No matter where you're watching this, I see what you're saying. There's always that. I've got to be careful. A uh, uh, he he. Gets claims on behalf of Road Accident Fund. Yes. So if you've been in an accident that isn't your fault, which yes. is one of his sayings, we all know them. They all like get get you paid, get you paid yeah. when it wasn't your fault. That's what he does everywhere, every region, yes. country, yes. continent has that a, guy. A Markle de Brolio. That's who Harry Kane needs. <laughs> You're right. Markle oh de Brolio. Michael DeBrolio. Michael DeBrolio the... would have got Harry Kane Man City. He would have, he would have something, make, get injured. Did you ever stub your toe at yeah. City? CCMA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yours. So, yes. how's it, Gus? I understand. Daniel, I understand you don't want to let Harry go. But I'm Michael. I'm the Michael DeBrolio. I just I'm not sure you're Michael. They're making fun of you, Michael. Yes. No, not, not you. All right. I'll stay, I'll, I'll, no, I was very no. We're saying Harry Kane needs you. Who would have thought? All right. Breaking news. Uh, a man who is second only to JC in, um, of course, Jesus Christ of Nazareth in the hearts of men and women worldwide who watch football. Fabrizio Aita the Pasta with the Mama Romano has just reported Cristiano Ronaldo has completed his medical as new Manchester United player in Portugal. The contract has been signed. Deal until June 2023. Visa process start. Shout out Brexit. Uh, hashtag uh, Man United Football Club. His salary could change depending on many add-ons included in the contract with Man United. Hashtag Ronaldo. He's come home, boys. The, now, Fabrizio said it now. I didn't believe it until this Did morning. Did he say, here we go? The medical... <laughs> Did he, say, yes. he couldn't fit it in. He had to put the hashtag Ronaldo. <laughs> he made a call at the end. Here we go. Or Ronaldo. Okay, let's hear it. Cristiano Ronaldo. First of all, you know, before we get to Ronaldo, let's just touch on Arsenal. I just want to like finish off on that. Paolo, you touched on it. I remember Chelsea beating them 6-2 or 6-0. I remember you guys beating them 8-2. That was and, and this weekend was the anniversary a of decade. That. Yeah. <laughs> a decade. <laughs> it was a decade from 8-2. So we mustn't think 6-0 is too far from what Arsenal are capable of. That was ugly. Like there's different types of 6-0s as well, you know. But you're right. It wasn't second gear because you know as soon as Shaka got that red card I was like, "Ah, oh, guys, here's an 8-0 special, guys." So, why is Gundogan beating Arsenal's defense in the air? Dude. And it, was, it wasn't but, just for the goal. He did it once just before the Nazar. Yeah. And Norwich put up more of a fight for City. Honestly, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I feel for Arsenal fans right now. And real fans, not the AFTV guys who <laughs> are screaming in their cars for, you know, for, for, for the grammar. It's, it's silly. But real Arsenal fans, there's a lot of really good people. And just to watch a club, that's, we said on Friday, that's systematically wrong. You can get rid of Arteta all you want. Yeah. It's, it's from the top it's down. Rotten. There it's is rotten. something rotten in that football club. Do you, shame. I felt like now and then the players went to go upload the fans. What, what do you say if you're Arsenal's fans? 
guys coming to applaud you. What I mean, they were applauding City goals. <laughs> yeah, they celebrated the fourth City goal. They were singing, uh, "You're not that good. We lose like this all the time. We lose every week. We lose yeah. Every week. Could mean, have been ten. The, the the City fans were chanting, like, you know, I don't want to be on the Arteta in Arteta out thing, and we'll, we'll talk a bit more about it. Arteta sorry, before tomorrow. you go there, there was a, a clip on Portuguese news, oh. and uh, they spoke. It was about Ronaldo, so they said to the guy. Uh, who do you support? So I support Arsenal. Is it how do you feel about uh, Ronaldo going back to one of your rivals? Because Brighton's our rival. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gallows. It's terrible. I just, I just I love that so much. And that guy's saying it straight face, eh? No, he's not even like he's not even joking. Like, yeah. But at at what stage do you worry about like a Newcastle type of collapse? You you, you know, mm. it's like I don't know if we're quite there. Like Arsenal still have enough Smith Rowe, uh, Odegaard. They're but they're be- not doing it though. No goal of the no goal of the the month eh? in the Premier League. What are they going to have to do? Training goals? For, yeah, for the goal it of happened the once. Aston Villa happened once, and they had to do. It was a reserve game, a Premier League reserve game, or something like that, that they could qualify the goals. That's what they do, eh? No, whole of August, nothing. Arsenal Football Club, three games. They three have not losses. won a single thing. Considered nine. Not scored a single goal. Not one. Like, but honestly, at what stage do you start to say we have a Newcastle-style problem here? Because everybody thought, mm. you know, we all have this in life, especially as guys, is I'm too big to fail. I mean, we see the type of nonsense right, guys get get up to, right? Like, are we... I don't think we're there with Arsenal, are we? We're, like, proper who, relegation talk. Who are they playing next? Villa, is it? I don't think it's proper relegation, because there are worse teams. There. That's, so yeah, they, yeah. There are three worse teams than them in the Premier League. So, yeah. I don't think it's relegation. But the, the Newcastle thing is probably not that drop-down between divisions. But that fall from grace from a giant, I mean, I actually never thought of it until now. It's like, geez, it's not, it's not far off. It's really not far off. Because, you know what? Sometimes we think, like, that mentality is a good thing. By the way, if people don't realize this, if Roman Abramovich doesn't bring his money bags, and if Chelsea don't win the last game of the season and qualify for the Champions League, Chelsea are... In administration. Like, this idea of we're too big to fail, ask Nottingham Forest. I mean, Paulo, you and I are old enough to remember that... By the way, those are Champions League winning teams. Twice. Twice. Aston Villa is a a Champions League side. They were in the championship three seasons ago. Like, if you haven't been to Birmingham, Aston Villa are a massive Massive deal. They are a massive, massive deal. And they were in the championship a, a little while ago. If you haven't been to Newcastle, like... I can't explain to you how big Newcastle are as a football club. Like, they're the only thing going. The stadium's in the s- center of the town. You don't go anywhere without the stadium. And Arsenal spent the biggest spenders in Europe in the transfer window so far. Incredible. I mean, let, let's have a look at this tweet here before we go on. Uh, or, or be, shout out Orbino, the great, uh, great handle there. Um, worst, uh, there's a tweet, worst ever English top flight starts after three games. Uh, Man City in uh, 1906-07... Uh, Man City, zero points. Uh, their goal difference was minus 13. In 1888, Notts County, zero points. Goal, dif- uh, goal difference, minus 12. 1890 uh, to 91, West Brom, zero points, 10 goals. Uh, minus 10 goals, goal difference. 62-63, West Ham, zero points. Minus 10 goal difference. 53-54, Man City, zero points. Uh, minus nine goal difference, zero goals. And the Arsenal in 2021, zero goals, minus nine goal difference, and zero goals. Worst start in 70 years. Almost. 
This is so crazy. It's unbelievable. So, so but, especially for a team whose shirts you can buy on Total Sports. <laughs> that's, like, that, that's like a big deal. Oh, you know, wow. When you're buying shirts in Total Sports, there's a there's a standard there. So when you can buy shirts in Total Sports, you're performing like that. It's not on. And Polly, you and I think what, what where they need to be careful is that football's a business now. It's like I. I have they lost 10% of the next generation of fans? Because as international fans, it's like, we're not like my grandfather supported. It's very rare. Like, like in my household, I think I've told you where my father kicked, uh, my cousin came in the, to the house in a Chelsea shirt and was asked to leave for the derby and literally had to go home. It's like, internationally, is, there's, there's none of that really here where I support Man United, so my son will. I will support Man City. The winners. People will support winners, dude. Have and Arsenal you, lost 10% of their, so their, their fan base? I think Give Arsenal are a well-run business. Yeah. But not a football club. Um, there's a toxicity in their fan base that is bleeding into United's fan base, I think, across the board. I think as everyone tries to replicate that AFTV thing. Um, so their fan base is very toxic. And actually, it almost creates an impression. I get an impression. There are core of Arsenal fans, at least the loud ones, who don't want them to do well. Because it's not good for their business yeah, yeah. for Arsenal to do well. Yeah. So yeah. they will always create the narrative, no matter what. True. Was Wenger out? Wenger out, look, look what it got you when Wenger went out. You know, so I think there's that, that portion will drive people away. And you're quite right. I mean, new generation of fans. How many new fans? I was watching Twitter this whole weekend. Yes, people were mocking them. But going, oh, people were flip-flopping between... Man City and supporting United because Ronaldo was moving and that's football these days yeah. Mbappe leaves goes to Real Madrid if that happens he's taking some he's people taking with him. his fans with him like Messi took fans there's people who follow footballers mm. and not players and there will not be that loyalty to Arsenal anymore because football's so global and you know Arsenal don't have that appeal and, and people just go elsewhere good point I mean we have a man in the back um, one of our technical guys a father with a beard he's looking a little handsome today I'm not sure if we've got him in the back there but he's he's a grown man. He's and a he support, taxpayer, and he supports City. He had a baby. He had a baby. He, he, he's he, responsible for another life. He's somebody who you could introduce to your parents as a as a friend. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like he's not a child. He's he's not he's not mucking about. And this guy already supports Man City. Do we have uh, the, the, an image of that man in the back, James? Not not sure if he's with you at the moment. There he is. The, the man with the mic in his hand. I mean, uh, Shorts, you, you are. I'm, I don't know whether you're going to be a good father or not, and don't take that as an insult. I'm just, you know, obviously the baby's new. Um, yeah, I, we, we can't hear you right now. Is you are supporting Man City? That's real. Uh, you are you're somebody who's who's old enough to pay tax and father a child. Uh, congratulations, by the way. But you support Man City. Why, guys? I think the scoreboard kind of speaks for itself. It was five to zero last week. It's, it's five to zero. It's unbelievable. Like, like it's only Arsenal. Can we appreciate consistency. <laughs> can we just appreciate consistency? Five alive, eh? United. Where is the consistency? Yeah. Where? Oh, I got you, man. Cristiano coming. Okay, so we should not expect anything less than five. five Sorry, are you on the log? In his first game. Unbelievable. Okay, but is that but, what we say? But these are the kinds of monsters you will have to deal with moving <laughs> forward. No, right? no, no, no. Arsenal fans. Like, these are the types of people now we have walking amongst us, uh, raising our children. They, they are supporting Man City and, and talking but smack my like thing that. Is, what I'm thinking about is that if you could go back as an Arsenal fan, right, or a person that's like, you know, wants to see Arsenal do well, what do you change? What, what point 
do you change so that you don't you are not at this point in time if you get what i mean listen great point you, you can hit us up at if you're an arsenal fan uh at cliff c sport that, that's a fantastic question senzo that's big time journalism. Yeah. You've gone, you, you've gone to what my Yiddish friends would call the tachlas of the matter, tachlas. the real core of the, the issue. Tachlas. Is that is a great question? Like, what would you change? At what point? Uh, at Cliffsy Sport, um, by the way, hashtag Ronaldo with about fifteen O's. The hashtag today. Um, yeah. That's a great point, right? That is a, that's amazing. because this didn't happen overnight. There is a turning point. I think for me, when Wenger said. When Wenger said that fourth place mm. is going to be more important than winning trophies, that should have told Arsenal fans, like, this is what we're going to do for, for a while now. No, the, but the irony is he predicted, predicted that for himself and immediately wrote Arsenal out of it because it is fulfilling because fourth place is, you know, probably it gets more, you more It gets you more than winning the FA Cup. Right, but Arsenal can't even meet up to that minimum standard they set themselves. Yeah. I mean, even if you believe that, there's some stuff, like... If you think your girlfriend's gaining weight, right? You can think it, but you don't say it. Like, and, and you don't say it in front of your friends at a braai. Yeah, because you now it's open it, season. Yeah, you, in-house. You take it home and say, oh, babe, let's start gymming, hiking, right? Is You don't go and say in front of Are your friends. Are you sure friends, you're going to have that? Yeah, sandwich. maybe you should hold back on that dessert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> super size. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Yes, see, maybe less bread. Like, you don't say it like that. Because you've got to keep it in-house. Is I, I appreciate what Wenger's saying, but that should have been in-house. Like, you don't say that because now... Also, you've given up. And, and the shark starts, uh, like, circling, right? Mm, mm. If that's the mentality... Let, let's be honest. Football's a game of thrones. But, dude, hmm. even Troy Deeney even said so. He said... They have no corners. So when a Watford guy, guy says... When you guys are small boys. I know Troy Deeney. When he's saying that, like, then you know. Like... If Watford, how are you getting bullied out of Buendia? That's where you are right now, by Aston Villa, who were in the championship three seasons ago. That's what's happening. I'm, I'm not making that up. That's happening at Arsenal but right if now. if I'm Arteta, I'm insulted. Like, this guy smashes me five and then he defends me afterwards. Of course he does. You know Pep loves teams that lay, lay down for him. Yeah. <laughs> so brave. Such stick to their principles. Of course you love it. But you, you made a good point just now, and I just want to go back to this. It's like, you know, everybody's saying the Venga out, look where it got you. And I've been listening to people saying that. And I say, actually, to me, that statement has the opposite effect of what people think. It's like, no, what you're telling me is your institution is failing. Is it Arsen FC or is it Arsenal FC? Right? And, and I think as Man United fans, you're probably in the same place yeah. now. It's like, and you, you obviously didn't kick Fergie out. The, the Him leaving was different. But it's like, when Venga left, Arsenal, take care of your business. Stop yeah. worrying about Wenger in, Wenger out. Because fix your house. Yeah. If you're a proper football club, Bayern Munich are not. Uh, they're not wondering about when. Um, what's who? Who is the not Hansi Flick? The, the, the old Heineckes when he leaves. They're not going. Ooh, Ooh, what are the yeah. fans going to say? What are Real Madrid going to do? Business is We're taking care, like Roman Philip Scolari. I mean, one of the greatest. Paulo will hate him because he was successful with Portugal, and he can't stand when Portuguese people are successful. Is that, Brazilian. Well, so I, I mean, like, excuse that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people might say, yeah. you know, Portuguese, Brazilian, and he didn't make Portuguese people successful. He lost <laughs> twice to twice. Greece at home. Yes, lost the final and the semi final. So, so he didn't. And that was the happiest Open day game of and final. Yeah, yeah. and part to of Greece. So, so Portuguese failure. So, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but Phil Scolari came. You know, World Cup legend. I don't care what you say. Scolari is a footballing icon. Yeah, yeah. After six months, said Roman yeah. said. Chief, out. So, 
for Arsenal is like, yes, Wenger out, look where that got you. My thoughts are, that doesn't mean what you think. It, all it's telling me is I was right. Your institution failed. It's rubbish. It's got nothing to do with Arsenal Wenger. You, you, it's not Wenger FC. Unless it is. Guys, you can take Zinedine Zidane right now and you go put him in that mire called Arsenal. Still same thing. Oh, they're, they're, oh. Still, firing Arteta is not going to do anything. Doesn't change a thing. Doesn't change a thing. And the problem is you've walked down the aisle now. Like, you, the, you know when you've got those weddings where people come from Australia and Kitty got, like, Kitty. like, oh, where are we staying? And it's a big nightmare and you have to put them in a big house but one family hates another. Yeah. Big weddings, terrible. But you're down the aisle now. Everyone's looking at you with Arteta. Is You cannot fire him now. You've spent the money. You committed 150 million to him. 212 mil overall. Right. With from last season. You can't fire him now. You've... you've. But you miss it. Obama Hank's face. <laughs> He's part of the problem. <laughs> and you got to say... Arteta, you're part of the problem for giving him another contract. Like, it, it, it's so ugly for, for Arsenal, but some people might say you love to see it. I mean... <laughs> it's like a car crash, yeah? Incredible. Always telling us they're the classiest club. We will come back and talk about the only thing that matters. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, what number will he wear? It'll be the biggest news today. The medical's done. Uh, will Cristiano Ronaldo actually be on the posters? Do you take down Sir Alex's statue and actually put Ronaldo's up? These are the kinds of things that are going to matter. Are people going to unburn their shirts? I don't know how that happens. Science hasn't figured that out yet. Uh, we'll talk Cristiano Ronaldo and much more on the other side, the MKT show. Cliffcentral.com. Good decision. So chuffed with yourself. The, the it works. It works though. The industry will never be the same again. Uh, you, you know, it'll make sort of the conservatives. Uh, some people might say it's not good hosting. What if I've just started listening to the show? You, you, you know, uh, Paolo, you come from sort of that. Uh, what, what, what do old school radio people always say? The, the theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. That's it. And uh, sort of my hosting and bringing a show back like that. Some might say not so good. Your thoughts? It's a busker. The busking of the mind. It's the the guys who are like doing. Miming yeah. outside the theater. That's your wheelhouse. That's what I'm doing. I'm the pay- a guy painted silver. Who, who can wow. Sitting down here is, yeah. doesn't move. Wow. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. That's but I mean, it's a, it's a new time. Okay, let's stop messing around here. You know, enough of the gay banter, right? Um, <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo's at Manchester United now. Fabrizio Romano has said that is the best hijacking ever. It's it's, it's up there. It's, you know what, you, Man United, if they're real with it, here's the flex. You put up um, Tevez's Welcome to Manchester, the blue one. You put that in the middle, George Best on the one side, Cristiano Ronaldo on the other side. And you sandwich Carlos Tevez, that's how you do it, Welcome to Manchester. Flex. And what, maybe Fergie above them. Just to, like Fergie gives that wave at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you seen the, the meme? Of Ferguson over a tombstone putting peace signs and says Pep Guardiola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so childish, bro. Paolo, talk me through your feelings as you saw that one of the greatest sportsmen of all time, uh, the prodigal son, was returning. Like, because I remember you on the show, Man City, this, you said you weren't in your fields, you were fine, he's done enough for us, you and Senzo. Actually, it's, maybe you can, let's get a two shot of both of these. Um, like, what is the term, folks? If if I was if I was in Oxford, right? I'm not saying I'm saying this, but if I was at Oxford, the word I would use is hypocrite. 
But I'd like to hear how these two gentlemen describe themselves. Flashback to Friday. Oh, he's done enough for us. We don't need... Yes, keep those faces on screen. Because... These are the words that were coming from both. Why He's he done mad? enough for us. We don't even. We don't even. Why are you mad? Yet. We don't even. Why like, are you mad? Like we're so happy. James, won't you come in here? Leave those faces on. You, uh, we can just have your voice and maybe talk us through this. I'm um, loving how mad you. Jimbo, you sort of remember on Friday, uh, Senzo and uh, Paolo, and I said they were putting on brave faces. You, you remember them saying. He's done enough. We don't even care. We're not in our fields. We're happy for him. <laughs> they said we're happy for him. James, you, you remember that? Less than 48 hours ago? I, I also remember giving them a pep talk of how to cope with it. Yeah. Right? And they they did seem a little bit distraught. But now that he's coming back, it's like the second coming and we're going to win the it league the and we're going to win the Champions League and we're going to win that trophy <laughs> and this trophy. and Guys... Guys, just relax. Just now, James, the guys are saying it is quite literally the second coming. What is your response there? That, that's a pretty good comeback. Say say one more time. The, the guys are saying it is literally the second coming. Um, so what are your of thoughts? Of JC? <laughs> no, JC did the third coming because he did the rock trick as well. So he oh, was yes, born yeah. once, then he died. Then that was the second coming. Uh, we, we do Easter around that time. He went hiking, probably got stuck in a cave. <laughs> There's a whole thing. I, I don't really want to get into it. I Like, Jesus, people get offended, but... Uh, hey, maybe Jesus just went hiking. That was the third coming, uh, mm. obviously, when he came from behind the rock. Mm. And then, yeah, so that's actually the third coming if he comes back again. Mm. Ronaldo's just doing the second coming. So it's a pretty good comeback, I've got to tell you. Uh, yeah, but James, uh, like, remember when Come they were back, saying... I like what you did. Yeah. <laughs> remember when they were saying, oh, we happy for him. Like, th- this, is, <laughs> this response is not the feeling... Of people that were happy if we'd gone to Manchester United. James, let, let, I'll let you finish off, James, and then I'll come to the guys in the studio. Just your thoughts on these hypocrites. As, as, I, as I, I'm not saying they're hypocrites. I'm just saying if I was from Oxford and, and writing the dictionary, I'd call them hypocrites. James, your, your thoughts. I'm just watching the, um, the looks on their faces yep. as we relish in... This hypocr- beautiful moment between us. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, a bunch of hypocrites. You Having know, said that, James, I mean, I do like to turn it around. Your football club, obviously, bribing referees, trying to cheat the system. Evil will not prosper. Obviously, a handball, but not a red card. Just your thoughts on uh, John W. Henry bribing referees in the, in the open. Hey, man, look, we've got to compete with one-man team Ronaldo now. We've got to do what we can. No, know? shout out. I mean, corruption uh, and erosion of society. Children will be watching... Obviously, you try to cheat, but evil will not prosper. All right, James, good stuff. Um, guys, James has called you a hypocrite. Uh, he's called you uh, despicable. Do you not need to have I'm, I'm just filling in the gaps. Uh, James is calling both of you hypocrite, despicable. We just uh, need Fergie how do you look at yourselves in the mirror is we what just, James is saying. We just need Fergie to come back and Howard Webb to come back. <laughs> <laughs> good times are back. For real. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Anything I mean, is possible, though. Somebody call Umbro, get us back sharp shirts. Yeah, yes. Yeah, working. Everything. Out. I wasn't due to be on today. No. No, let's discuss that. <laughs> I get in touch with this guy this morning. I said, you got space for me. So, well, you know, it's Formula One day. I said, I'll come for an hour because I knew. I know what I said. And I can't be sitting here having shots at me without being able to defend myself. <laughs> I canceled meeting. I, I postponed meetings till this afternoon. I said, give me an hour. That is awesome. You know, Paolo, Paolo, it's, it's these things. Guys, rip the running water. It's been doing Hear it, uh. MKT, I, I have something to add. Let's hear it, but let's hear it, James. Aren't you just glad that we're not sitting here with, you know, egg on our faces? We filmed a piece of content on Friday yep. that was meant to go out, and we didn't put it out. 
and it was from the perspective of the Manchester City thing, right? Yes. So we're sitting comfy. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I don't. I, I don't take a lot of W's in my life. Yeah. This is one of them. I'm going to take this one. Yeah, so it's for, yours. So for once, James not finishing what he's supposed to do on Friday in time. Yeah. actually worked out for him. No, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. James being slapchat, <laughs> uh, and because he's the worst um, Afrikaans person in the world, he has no idea what slapchat <laughs> means no, at no, all. So, so, but just your thoughts on being a hypocrite, Centaur, because. Uh, the way you're responding now, you don't. It sounds like you were not happy that Ronaldo is going to Man City, or have you moved on? Have you? Met- My boy, I didn't have to find out. <laughs> Somebody didn't hear sort of. Shout out to shout out to whoever's up there watching out for us, man. Hey, got my back for real, eh? Yeah, because you know that's a. Once you see him in that crisp, you know that white one that shots. Uh, I mean, also just a, a, a despicable human. I see human. everything. Six November, I didn't have to find out. Imagine Ronaldo in that white city kit, just. Banging a hat trick against Liverpool, you know what I mean? Like that would have killed you. Be Daggers, honest, mate. No, no, like let's now. This is a safe space for both of you. Paulo, Ronaldo hat trick Liverpool to win the league in February for Man City would have been. I know you were brave on Friday. I know you said you were happy for him. I know you said he'd done everything for you. But your outpouring of joy now lets me know that you no, were no. dreading that. We did say it'd suck. We did say we didn't want it to happen. But if it does have to happen, we're self-rounded human beings. And like I said, oh, an actualized person. Oh, this guy's got some news here. I see Cavani. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, shirt, finish shirt, your statement. Shirt number news. Finish, finish your statement. Finish your statement. And a self-actualized person, as the facts change, their opinions change. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You, know, you are a legend. So, I'm not going to sit here saying, well, those are the facts I had. And that was my opinion. There are new facts. I have a new opinion. I'm a well-rounded human being. I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> it's scientific basis I mean You should be biased To good information Once the information changes So should your thoughts it's, it's, it's quite incredible A lot of people Saying hypocrites uh, but, but I do I, I like I like your Sort of Neuroplasticity They call it You're able to change your mind It speaks to How self-actualized you are Pardon. Exactly Listen A lot of the things I said I don't change Right In that It is still tricky Signing a player of his age But he looks after himself So he gives him the choice I don't like it from the Portugal point of view that our main striker is going to be knocked around for 18 months. It's not about you anymore, mate. No, well, exactly. <laughs> but, and, and I still, this nostalgia, Ole's nostalgia show and this claptrap, Ferdinand phoned him, Ever phoned him, and uh, Ferguson phoned him. I hate that. Like, I hate that it's nonsense. It's content, my man. You know what? Like, yeah. I, I really hope it's not true. It reminds me of Gary Neville gurning after Solskjaer knocked out or United knocked out PSG. And what did Neville say? Where's your next contract and how long? When you sign in the contract yeah, for how that. many years? Like, I hated that. Like, yeah. I hated it. It's all in that same wheelhouse. Um, I hate the fact that the Glazers are off the hook now for a little bit because oh, yeah. it's so cynical. This is... They're not get us in Bapi. You, so just, cynical. Paulo, you've just brought up something incredible. What is the temperature of Manchester if they let Man City sign Cristiano Ronaldo? I mean, arguably... Sure. I mean... Well, we said it. We said who, put the heat the, on the Glazers. Who's the biggest figure... In Man United, in the last two decades, is there a bigger figure than Cristiano Ronaldo? No, no. Because he signs for Man City in this kind of environment, and the Glazers—it's—it's it's late. That's a—that's a very, very good he's, point. He's, he's right, though. Paulo, yeah. that is a great. It's cynical. It's—it's it's cynical what they've done, and the heat's off them. So every every hooligan that was on the field, yeah. before that Liverpool <laughs> that's game, that's it. Guy on the net. I they, remember there was a yes. kid on the net. <laughs> They're all congregating around Old Trafford now, but to get into the mega store, yes. waiting to see what shirt number they need to get. I'm getting three Ronaldo oh, shirts. Just, just in case. But I don't know the city guys. <laughs> all of them. I don't know the city guys. 
that bought Ronaldo shirts. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't think they did. There was that one old one. So when uh, the money first came into City, yes, that there were guys walking around with Ronaldo shirts on. Seven. Yes. That's awesome. So those, I, I don't see anybody new. You know the thing with Ronaldo also going, we said Ronaldo's making the best decision for Ronaldo. He always will. Yeah. This is the best decision for him that he's decided. And it's good for him. From a point of view is that since Ronaldo left United, he's never felt loved by a club. You know, because Real Madrid don't love you. Yeah. You know, Real Madrid, that we've had Zidane, Beckham. This is the standard. You just stuck. Yeah, you're just one of them and you'll move on. Do what you do. We'll never love you. I don't think they ever loved him at Juventus. At United, he's going to be absolutely loved all through, even probably too much by Solskjaer to make like clear decisions. You know that first training, that first training session is not private. No. <laughs> no, fans. In fact, let's do that at Old Trafford. And selling tickets same and selling pay per view. Same time. So pay per view for training. Yeah, yeah same, for same training. time. Same time. All right, breaking news, Senzo. What you got, pal? Edison Cavani will stay. With Manchester United over the international break after his call-up to Uruguay squad was cancelled. Right. Uh, Edinson Cavani, uh, shout-out BBC Sport, will stay with Man United over the international break after his uh, call-up to Uruguay was, uh, squad was cancelled. Hashtag BBC Football. Hashtag MUFC. Now, that is interesting because what's the quarantine for uh, Brexit FC? Uh, 14 days when 14 you return. Days. Yeah. You, you, you can't... And, and you've seen it now, right? Is let's, let's be honest, as United fans, Ronaldo, blah, 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 whatever, is like, yesterday was actually quite ugly against Wolves, is if Wolves are half decent, you're probably two or three nil no, down no, at half time. No, Wolves are very decent. If Wolves just were having more luck up front, they made they tore us to pieces. Adama Traore couldn't finish a fish supper. Uh, if he could... A, a sentence. If, do, do you know what I mean? If he could just finish a sentence, well, well said... You're 2-0 down within the first 35. I have to think that was part of Solskjaer's plan. Because there's no other way going, let the guy run at us because he can't finish. Because why else would you let a player like him run half the field? So maybe he was, you know, like teams do with one Bissaka and go, well, the guy can't cross, so let him have the ball. Yeah. You know, it's the only reason I can think. Ronaldo doesn't make Fred better positionally. Ronaldo doesn't. (laughs) So... it, it was like yesterday was ugly yesterday was but like but, Southampton was ugly yeah it, so exactly those two games have shown me and it, it's you know actually what's weird about United is you've got such you've almost got too much attacking talent and Oli's still struggling with the balance it's like yesterday what you needed was Cavani because the, 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 listen the passing's there Bruno's there um, Pogba's there but neither guy's gonna have a 10 all the time is when you've got Cavani with Bruno and Pogba, just you saw when he came on, there was that one ball to the back stick where the defender I thought did brilliantly for Wolves. Is the movement is so elite, and that separates mm. him. I, I love Greenwood. I like Greenwood, but he doesn't actually give you that second ball, bro. Greenwood actually needs to be one on one. The movement doesn't get it done. Is mm. what it's telling you is Man United are going bloody hell. That was ugly. Is this guy's just come back from injury? Is we cannot because you, what you can't do with Cavani is let him go. And the next game, not sure who United are playing, is you, Newcastle. You, you cannot afford to fall two, three, four, five points because you saw what Chelsea are against Liverpool. You yeah. saw what City are. It's, you just cannot afford to have another Southampton performance. And I think mm. when you have Cavani with what you've got now, I think he, he ensures that you win two. You, you scored two or three yesterday if he starts and he's mm. fit. I think, Paolo. I don't, the the, don't the best quote I've ever heard about Cavani was when Cavani's on, it's like putting a TV in your room and suddenly you know where to face the furniture. Yeah. That's when he comes on, suddenly everybody knows, ah, oh, that's where we're going. That's where the ball needs to go to. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... It, so, 
For me, what? The... So Martial out here. He's packing his locker. Oh, thank God. Thank, thank goodness. But, but is that, is that where's he going, Paulo? No, he won't go anywhere. But like his his, his time as an elite first choice footballer and an elite first choice team is up. has to be done. And and there's some people saying, well, United were better when he came on. I was like, I don't. So what? So what? Yeah. You know, and, and I think guys like I think what a lot of people are looking at about uh, what a lot of guys are looking at about Martial and Ronaldo is that he lifts up the standard and yeah. suddenly Martial that sort of you know his way doesn't get excused anymore and the slackness doesn't get excused but I just don't see how Martial gets into this team other than Carabao Cups I have a, I have a, I have a question for you Paolo as a United fan so now that Ronaldo's here do you think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is in the hot seat for real now? Oh, he, or he had to have been this season. Has to. This is his team now. Even before Ronaldo. This has to be. What does hot seat mean for you? I, I, so I'll start with you, Paolo. For, in terms of hot seat, because there's different hot seats. Mm. At Chelsea, we know what the hot seat is. Yeah. You are going to get fired if you don't win the league. Like that's, Roman yeah, is standard. not about that life. Frank Lampard is the only person, purely because the rest of football wanted to uh, cheat Chelsea, obviously, and not let us buy more players and have 100,000 loans, like whatever. But Lampard is the only person to ever get a grace period. Jose Mourinho got fired twice. <laughs> Jesus, twice. So we know what that, that hot seat at Chelsea means, right? Yeah. What does the hot seat mean at Man United? Because I'm not sure anymore. Uh, Paolo, your thoughts? Title is, forget it. We're not United. No. On, when you see mm. Chelsea, Liverpool, even, City. and City, those are teams they set. Everyone knows what yeah. they're doing. They know how they're going to play. They got elite managers. That's your title. Okay, they can be consistent. Yeah. United, maybe it's Champions League can be a bit of a cup. Yeah. Sometimes. Got you. So it goes. Okay, Ronaldo is a Champions League specialist. Maybe it's that. But if Solskjaer does not bring some sort close of close that gap, and we're not talking 10, 15 points anymore. Four, five. He's max. Got, even he will have to accept that he's got to go because this is his team. Wow. So so you're saying you want to lose the league by five uh, Champions League semi final. FA Cup semi-final. It, no, it it's got to be a trophy. Never mind. There has to be a trophy. There has to be a trophy. There has to be. There wow. has to be. It's not it negotiable. Be it has to be. It can't be FA Cup. You've been there. You can't go a World Cup winning defender, one of the best young players of his generation. Ronaldo. And Ronaldo. And you're going to be happy with just an FA Cup. I don't even think Solskjaer. But it's the truth. Solskjaer survived a lot. Yeah, I don't even think he survived that. Okay. I like that. I like what you guys are saying. It's the truth though. Because now... Bro, especially if he adds, I, I don't know, I still don't think we're done. I think if he adds a center defensive mid yes, right now. Kamavinga vibes. There is no excuse. So you're saying a, a, like a big trophy? He has he's... to. Or a deep run in Europe, a decent deep run in Europe. But that's also not going to cut it. There has to be some silver there has to at, be. The, end there of, has at to the end be. of the tunnel. So what are you saying? Champions League or he's fired? Not I Champions so. No, I think so. I think it has to be that way. And he has to win it, eh? He's given everything. He's been given everything. Dog. He was that he was humid last year with his goalkeepers. One players, one players, one players, one players. I mean, who's gonna let you get away with that? Now he's set now. So now he's got his keeper. He's got everybody's his player. Everyone he's kept. Everyone who's left, he's been backed. Everything he's wanted, he's given. Bloody hell. Okay, I wasn't you see, you you've taken me aback there because I'll finish off with my thoughts on Ronaldo, but I hadn't thought you were thinking that for Oli, like that, like trophy or or bust, bro. We can't be losing, but you can't be losing the league by twelve. Can't be City close out the season with four games left. If Klopp has a season like he did last year, 
You think he's not under pressure? No, for sure. Pep doesn't bring a trophy. You think he's not? Even Pep yeah. won't be under pressure. There'll be noise. Talk to me about... Okay, because you've got to have an exit strategy. Is Just so you know, ladies, shout out. Maybe I shouldn't be revealing these secrets. If a guy leaves you, there's already a girl he's thinking about. Um, you, you need what we call in business an exit strategy. Antonio Conte? Like, who else is available? I think we go for Zidane. You know what, well, guys? Zidane are, Zidane. I don't get this Zidane thing. I don't get that either. Because... No, but you know you know how guys are, though. That's a tough one, because does he speak English? Zidane is a Galactico whisperer. Yeah. I feel he's a guy who will come into a club where everyone's elite, and there'll be senior figures. Listen, maybe United is at that point by then, that you don't have to... Like Ancelotti. Ancelotti's his mentor. Ancelotti doesn't coach. Yeah. yeah. Ancelotti just puts good guys together. Yeah. I don't get the Zidane thing. I yeah, also don't. Because well, United. I think, I think, you know, Zidane, the only reason that people play for Zidane because it's Zinedine Zidane. Mm. Man United are a different... Be- like, and that'll s- disappear after a while. Because, you know, what you always see with players who are great generationally is the first generation after them go, wow, that's Zidane. The younger generation go, I don't, know, I don't really know who that guy is. You know, that's someone my father liked. <laughs> So, you know what? Um, shout out Sky Sports News here with this tweet. Get him back to Manchester with Bruno. Manchester United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is hopeful Cristiano Ronaldo will be available as soon as possible with the final paperwork for his transfer from Juventus now being finalized. Can, can people relax with that? Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't get ready. He's fully ready. ready. Cristiano Ronaldo is one generational guy. You know well, why? Well, he's not, he's not on holiday for, for the next two weeks. It's, it's exactly international, international games. Cristiano Ronaldo is never on holiday. And then he's playing Newcastle. No. So what a great way to ease in. He's oh, never on holiday. Cristiano Ronaldo is in 90-minute shape now. Like, can we stop with that? I, I, I hate this get him back to... Oh, get him back to Carrington. Shut, can you shut the hell up? Ronaldo is the one person, even over Messi. He's the one guy. Lock and loaded. He will come back and be in the top five fittest guys at training now. Exactly. When he lands there. I can get your opinion though, by the way. What do you think is the bare minimum for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? You especially as an outsider. For me, I just... I'll tell you what, I'll finish off with that, right? On Ronaldo. You guys okay. have actually shocked me a little bit. I, I wasn't expecting it's, it's trophy or bust. And it's... Big sure. trophy. Big, big trophy. So not big. FA Cup. Hey, okay. It's got to be big FA trophy. Cup and League Cup final and you lose to City because obviously that's no. there. Unacceptable. Not now. Not now. Even with this central midfield, which is your choice. If Solskjaer wanted that, yeah. he would have been backed for it. You yeah. see how he's been backed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he wanted to fix that, he would have done it. They would have done it for him. Everything I mean, this is. window, dog, this window has been a dream window. You Guys can't complain. And, it's, and as Paulo said, it's his team now. He is the captain. If you are a Manchester United fan out there, hit us up at Cliff C Sport before we, we round out. Can I ask um, a question? Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, James. Okay, so I know it's all been sort of fun and games, and yeah, we're winning every trophy ever created. Yeah. Um, but do you genuinely, genuinely, like, try be <laughs> not biased at all? Do you genuinely believe that now with Ronaldo this season you'll win like a major trophy? No. No. Because, guys, look at it. Look at it like this. Guys, City are playing teams in second gear and they are blowing guys away. City don't have a centre forward. They don't have a centre forward and they're putting five past teams. Like, it's nothing. Like, it's nothing. Their defence hasn't been troubled. At at all. At all. Did you see the photo of Edison? They said Edison against Arsenal. Gloves <laughs> off, he was sitting down. <laughs> and Chelsea, we've seen, are prepared to park the bus. Yeah. 
and very difficult when they park that bus. No, no, no. I mean, evil tried to prosper there, Paolo. I see what you try to do there. Uh, VAR but obviously favouring you with Paul Pogba. Uh, other teams, I like what Paolo tried to yeah. do there, and I, I won't have it. I mean, I will address it. But other teams, other teams look well oiled. Us, it's a bit, it's ugly. You know, that's why something like the Champions League opens up because it gets to a point where it's like a cup. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah it does. And you know, like Chelsea, Chelsea were by no means the best team in Europe last year. Mm. They just figured out how to play it, right? Chelsea were the fifth best team in England actually last year. You know, we, we, and, like we yeah. snuck into top four, but and, we were and not. And well then, I take nothing away from them. To win the Champions League, you got to do something right. So, yeah. you know, but they wouldn't have gone in at all with favourites at any point. So, the Champions League can open when you have a player like United with a, uh, Ronaldo with a relationship. Yeah. Maybe. But James, I mean, also, also forget it. Forget it. We are nowhere. The, the league, bro. Forget I mean, it. also, I think City have got one more thing up their sleeve. For it's the called Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. I he, forgot that guy's not back yet. He hasn't. He hasn't touched a football field in anger this season. He has not. They've blown away two teams by no. He has not pitched up for a serious. He hasn't pitched up in a Man City suit yet. That's crazy. Yeah. So Jack Grealish has been awful. No, Jack Grealish has been nice. He's been terrible. So this thing, it, they've been in second gear and they've scored uh, what is it now? Ten goals in three games. Sweet Jesus. But this team is loaded, dude. Listen, it's guys. stacked. Man United, for me, my take is right back, center back, because I know Maguire is still viewed as back and bow for whatever reason. Right back, center back, goalkeeper, DM, and I still don't know what your solution is at right wing. I like Jaden Sancho, but we saw what it is. It's uh, going to take a season. I don't know what our combination is up front either. It's, Listen, yeah. the Ronaldo thing's exciting. It's, so, it's, fun. It it's fun and it's exciting. And you can, like you said, you before the show started you can feel like a kid yeah. you know and it's cool but it's also like okay now once that's over you know what's the dust to settle you know when you play video games yep and when you can do like your fantasy team you put Ronaldo in and he doesn't quite work out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the algorithm doesn't quite match the chemistry yeah, yeah that's it you know <laughs> we all play video games and I think one last thing before we close it off is that we must be very clear you, you know in, in every relationship Right, especially like maybe your brother or sister moves overseas and they come back and they've caned it and they've made money out there. They may leave a child, they may leave, uh, but when they come back, it's different. You, we move different now. Man United, I think it's going to be tense with Ronaldo and Man United now because everybody is cheering for Cristiano Ronaldo 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Cristiano He's a different Ronaldo guy. now. He's a different guy. You're lucky to have me. Yeah. It's no longer, I. it's an honor to be at Manchester United. And in life, that's a whole different dynamic. I don't know if you've ever quit at a company and gone back and you've made money the social now me- the and so- you've got awards. The kids now, they, they must have enjoyed the socials now because I don't, I don't think that's that cuts it anymore now. And I see it with Ronaldo in Portugal in this whole thing. Yeah. The guy, Ronaldo 2006 or late 2000, you know, the last part of the decade versus everyone moves to Ronaldo. That's just, you must just accept that in your life. Yeah. Everyone moves to him. Better talented, Blah, 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 chemistry. This is what I want. This is what's going to happen. So my opinion is I do not think you'll win anything. And you know what I think? It's going to be very tense. Because Ronaldo has certain expectations and United aren't there. Mm. Right now, yeah. right now, United aren't where Ronaldo wants to be. It's I romantic. What, it's beautiful. I, I'll tell you when it gets ugly. January. I want to see what, I want to see what kind of a manager Solskjaer is going to be now. Let's <laughs> go. What does that turn him into? Paulo Diaz, yeah, look yeah. after yourself. A Portuguese person is obviously doing well. You're a hypocrite is what James said. My, oh, Sorry, not James, but according to my sources, you're a hypocrite. Uh, the Arsenal thing was a mess. Uh, and obviously now, Cristiano Ronaldo, a Portuguese person doing well. It must be a terrible Monday for you. I know nothing about football. 
them. <laughs> Maybe I'll take up Spike doing F1. That's my, that's what you should do. We'll just swap you up. <laughs> Paolo, good stuff today, dude. Great to have you in. He had to come in. Hey, listen, you got to back Paolo. He's, he was a hypocrite. Yes, he was a hypocrite. Yes, he knows nothing about football. Yes. You know, James says he's probably the worst person ever. That's what James says. You know, he said that behind your back. I probably shouldn't have revealed that. But Paolo said, you know what? Hey, I'm going to come in here and defend myself like the OG that I am. Paolo Diaz, good stuff. Uh, CR7, the prodigal son, has come home. Uh, we're going to talk um, in a sport where billions of dollars are invested in cars. They just can't think of a way to have a spare day so that the guys can race at a thousand kilometers an hour and pro- probably lose a leg. No, we can't figure that out. We can't figure out with all the money. We're going to talk F1 and much, much more on the other side. The MKT Show. CliffCentral.com Well done. That's big broadcasting. And I, I, I just, I don't care what anybody says is I'm redefining the way broadcasting will be done uh, on the face of this planet. And, uh, you know, we're going to bring in a, a man, a human, who, I don't know if he loves cars. He's like... How's that for a classification? I'm a human. Yeah. <laughs> Homo sapiens. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, evolved from Neanderthals uh, to the sophisticated Scottish tribe, and he upgraded to being South African. Uh, the one and only, uh, the car guy, Spike Ballantyne. How you doing? I'm good. How's everyone? Um, confused. Oh, wow. Actually, it's, yeah. Spike, in your world, mm. I mean, obviously there's a lot happening. Cristiano Ronaldo... Uh, Senzo's obviously a hypocrite Paolo's yeah. a hypocrite mm-hmm. they, they went through some stuff on let's Friday let's not talk about James oh no no this is not the show no right? <laughs> like James we only have so much room on this show yesterday it was supposed to be Formula 1 yesterday mm. the pinnacle of racing mm. and I think to myself they spend the GDP of countries on making sure that human beings can just be thrown around a track in the most dangerous sense ever mm. possible. Science kind of makes it safe, but it's never safe. Science. But what they can't <laughs> figure out, that, so they figured out how to get convinced billionaires to pay for toys. Because I love Formula One, no, but essentially well it's yeah. like buying a football club. But right? that's unfair. I mean, they've also convinced manufacturers to part with billions for marketing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They figured out how to, not con, because Formula One no, is an incredible sport mm. and, and just awesome. But they can't figure out how to build into a calendar. Just just build into a calendar where we have two-day buffers for everything. Mm. We can figure out costing and logistics. And yeah. we can we can move. Like, there's breaks. There's two-week breaks sometimes in Formula 1. Can't we figure something out? For those who don't know, the race happened and didn't happen mm. at the same time. A bit of, should we call it Schrodinger's race? I mean, well, let's, let's just say it didn't happen. It's Schrodinger's there was no race, race, right? There, there was, was a no race, race and there wasn't a race. No, there was no race. There, no one went racing. <laughs> they all lined up behind the safety car, went around a few times, and then uh, that's it. No one went racing. I mean... But you know what the thing is? Yeah. This happens where a race is rained out. It happens so infrequently. And I'll get to your points about, can't we build in buffer days? Sure. But it happens so infrequently that, you know, to include a special regulation for that on the off chance that it might happen, you know, it seems like a bit of a logistical waste of time. Because it'll get to the point where they'll go through six or eight seasons where a race doesn't get rained out and they think, well, why are we putting all these funds and these days aside where we'd never need them so let's scrap them and then all of a sudden we get a day like yesterday uh, for the Belgian Grand Prix that didn't happen because it was rained out because of force majeure. Yeah. As they like to well, say. Yeah, everyone's aware of it because <laughs> yeah. COVID changed everything. Exactly. So so that's the one part of it is is it's so 
infrequently necessary. Why would you plan for it? The other part of it, as you say, they've got billions, but they're on a big cost cap thing now. They're on a big cost saving thing. Oh, we can't spend too much money. Yeah. And the reality of it is, if you if you book an extra day at a venue, it adds up to millions of dollars because you've got to rent the circuit for that amount of time. You've got to house and feed your drivers and staff and, and mechanics and everyone for the team for that extra day. It's an extra day that takes away potentially from other development. It's a day that takes away from other marketing. It is a day that takes away from, you know, uh, travel to the next destination. I mean, now we've got a triple header coming up. We had Spa yesterday. We've got uh, Zandvoort next week and, and Monza the week after. So, you know, it's already a logistical nightmare to ship all that gear from one venue to the next. And now you want to plan for an extra day just in case something might happen. So I see both sides of it. I don't know how they're going to get around it. I think the only thing they can do and what they are looking at doing now is changing the regulations around how you award points for that day. So, But, but, but before we move on to that, Spike, mm. is for me, here's what I'm thinking. So in football, right? Let's take football. They've thought about every circumstance so much to the yeah. point where if in a 38-team uh, league, mm. if it was ever to be tied on points, goals, everything, yeah. there's a coin toss. That's in the rules yeah. for something that's never, ever happened. It's like... Come on, lads. Yeah, sure. But by the okay, to draw that comparison, F1 has got the same thing. If the points are tied at the end of the season, it's whoever had the most first places, whoever had the most second places, whoever had the most third places. If it's still tied after that, the rules actually say there'll be the final winner will be determined by the FIA uh, in a manner to be determined. So they haven't quite gone beyond that tied for the first, second, and third positions throughout the season. So they do plan a little bit, but maybe not as much as football. Yeah. But, but I'm saying for the rain thing, come on. I think it's much more pragmatic to say, right, let's plan for what ultimately counts is how do we determine a winner for this season? How do we determine the race finish, the race positions and the race points and the money that gets paid out? And in a day like yesterday where, you know, Sir Lewis said it was a farce, uh, money came first, it really shouldn't have happened, it was disappointing for the fans. In fact, just about every driver came out and said they felt really sorry for the fans who sat there all day in that horrendous Belgian storm and waited for racing to happen and ultimately went home, you know, disappointed. So yeah. there, there's there's already rumblings about how it doesn't work, but yeah, it needs to be worked out somehow. But you know why I find it hysterical? It's like, okay, it's fine that it hasn't happened, but you've been to Europe. Like, the weather, like, bad weather in, yeah. and Europe go together, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Same like, WhatsApp group. Like, I don't know, milk tart and swimming pools, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> milk tart and yeah, swimming pools. And I, I think that's the other part of it, is why are we scheduling races for a time of year where we know it's not that great to be in that part of the world for mm. the weather, so let's maybe have it earlier in the year, later in the year. They've done it with other races. They've done it with uh, with Brazil, moving it from the start to the end, or from the start of the season to the end of the season, because they know yeah. that time of year it's not great to be in that part of the world because it rains so much. And, and that's a great point. Let's go to the actual people that own and run this thing on the Tweet Monster. Uh, uh, retweet here from F1 Media. Spectators must always be the priority. I think that's mm-hmm. to Spike's point. The decision of the stewards to extend the window in which the race could take place gave every possible opportunity to maximize the day's running but the weather conditions, unfortunately, did not improve sufficiently to complete more laps. I mean, that's the biggest empty comment in the world. Yeah. Um, great it's media. Really gr- great PR spin. Can I, can I summarize that tweet for you? Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. A, lot, a lot of people say. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Thanks for your money. Sorry. And, no and, refunds. Yeah. And to Lewis Hamilton's point, he actually said everyone should get their money back. So, wait. 
Are they not giving people money back? Uh, no, there's been no, there's been no uh, comments about it. But I would imagine it's the same as any sporting event. If you buy a ticket and it says, if the, if the event doesn't happen because of force majeure, Sorry, it's force majeure. Oh, no. You, you know what's happened here? T's and C's apply. Number one, the T and C has applied, but I don't know if you've been that guy, and I have been this person, and I've been caught twice uh, quite recently. You know when you're booking a flight? Yeah. And there's an option of, do you want insurance? Oh, yeah, yeah. If the flight get, get, gets cancelled. I have never ticked that box. Twice recently, I've had the flight, like, oh, I can't go, and mm. I'm not going to get my money back. Do they offer that in Formula One tickets? No, I doubt it very much. But it also, that, that particular anecdote uh, tells me something. Never fly with you. <laughs> oh, you saying that? Else. So, I, I've never in my life, I think once in my life I've had a flight cancelled. Yeah, I mean, Lewis Hamilton. Um, no, fair enough. I've, I've got to take the responsibility. Maybe, you know. Again, my grandmother is Venda and the, the juju up there is strong. <laughs> Past my the ancestors. Juju. It's real. It's real. Uh, Venda people. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what would I be? One quarter eighth vendor. I don't, I don't even know what it, what it is. Shout out to my granny. She's uh, very dead right now, but uh, one of the best humans to ever live. Um, Sky Sports News on Twitter are saying, Sir, I, I mean, a bit of disrespect here. C- can we just deal with this? Sky Sports News, obviously, Bernie Murdoch, great stuff. You guys have done incredible things. Have some respect. It's Sir, Sir Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. But anyway, Sky Sports News are tweeting just Lewis Hamilton. Could be a guy who's a bricklayer down the road. Um, Lewis Hamilton criticized the decision to complete two laps of the Belgian GP behind the safety car before calling the race off, claiming money talks and that he wanted to see the fans uh, that attended the circuit uh, on Sunday refunded. All right, Lewis, this is where he needs to be careful. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your feelings are. It's like, Lewis, Lewis, please. You, you uh, like kind of like Senzo and Paolo regarding the Man United situation hypocritical here because mm. what did he do I don't know why so mad he, I don't know. he moved to Monaco sorry Lewis you're about ah, the money like I don't want to hear this from you yeah yeah no, I agree even if he thinks it isn't yeah. this an ugly look like ooh. yeah I, I think he is a bit it's a bit of posturing I think and, and you're right he does live in Monaco and he's very much about you know he made that decision based on that life yeah exactly because people don't move to Monaco because the weather's good and you can train all year round they yeah. move there so they don't have to pay tax simple, simple as yeah so I think he's coming but he's also come out on the side of the fans and that's good PR yeah that's uh, that, shout out to Lewis actually not caring as well so actually shout out to Lewis for sticking to the script like the F1 media with the empty comments yeah, yeah yeah like it's all about the fans yeah, yeah. in Monaco I will Look, not pay tax yeah I think that when it's the one consistent theme of coming out of the drivers after the race yesterday was, you know, it was, it was bad for the fans. It was bad for the sport. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a well thought out result uh, or well thought out strategy, but there was, there's not, not much more they can do. And ultimately, you know, the teams who qualified well, get their points. Uh, the teams who finished in inverted commas, well, get their points. So they get their payout. Uh, Formula One still rakes in the money for the advertising. Yeah. The only people out of pocket are the spectators. They spent their money, they traveled there, they rocked up, they spent all day, they've lost money and a whole day, if not a whole weekend, to a race that didn't happen. And, you know, for all his posturing, Sir Lewis is right. They should get their money back. If Lewis Hamilton's about that action, I mean, what do we go to here? Like, drivers need to dig in their pockets? I mean, ah, I'm not for millionaires, wow, yeah. not for millionaires giving billionaires yeah, discounts, right? Yeah, no. Like, because no. that's like sets an ugly precedent no. moving forward. Guys, no. you are glazing over something here. Let's hear it. Right? Yes, it got rained out. Okay, yes, Lewis is talking about the money and there's politics. Yeah. But you're missing one very important thing about this weekend. Let's hear it. 
Mazepin didn't spin out this weekend. That's going to happen. Oh, that's, 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 no, I mean, well, before well, we get into it, that's big talking. In, that's big, big, big journalism yeah, from James. Yeah, but James, in mitigation of your statement, no one went racing. So yeah, yeah, hard to spin. I mean, you hard, you had, hardly had an opportunity to go spinning. <laughs> that's you know it. I mean? That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, it's, you, you can't say I didn't have a good time with her on the date. You didn't go on the date. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Hey, exactly. not yeah. spinning is not spinning is not spinning. He was on the track at multiple points. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I, I'll give you that. Sources I'll... are saying you're just trolling uh, Mazepin at this point, uh, James. <laughs> why is that happening? Is it something personal? Because I'm jealous and I'm overcompensating for my manlyhood. The country you live in. I'm 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 jealous and I'm I'm overcompensating for my manlyhood. So you're an insecure person. Yeah. Just deep down inside. Definitely. That's tough. I mean, feeling for more for your lady than anyone else. But yeah, thanks for that, James. Uh, James, you, Lewis Hamilton, and the F1 media have a lot in common. A lot of empty statements there. Uh, really <laughs> trying to appease yourself, really. So shout out to you for being the most self-centered. Uh, Producer, director, graphics guy in the world. <laughs> in the world. In the yeah. world. world. Yeah. Ever. Not, just, not just in the room. No, in the world. No, no, no. It's a despicable uh, sort of... Mm. Uh, James, uh, we might as well do this. James, you heard of a guy um, or human figure? I mean, in this day and age, you can identify like uh, Narcissus. Who, who do you think that is, Jimbo? Because I know you're big into philosophy and especially the Greek variant of, of that field of philosophy. Uh, like Narcissus, any, any thoughts on him? Look, I've or, read a lot about... Um, Narcissism. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, nice reboot there. And um, <laughs> you put me on the spot. I didn't prep for this. You didn't prep for Narcissus, huh? So, shall I tell you what happened? Is uh, he was like, oh, walking past the pond. That's what, I mean, there's a couple of theories. But <laughs> walk, walking past the pond, probably with his lady. Remember when I said to you, James, uh, take your lady on a, on a romantic hike, maybe do a, yeah, a yeah, picnic, yeah. and you're like, I get the hell out of here. Oh, this is so, the dude with the pond, right? Narcissus, he's like, hey, he probably got his lady or like 15 of them because he's it's he's, rumored he's the most handsome Greek uh, to ever live. Um, <laughs> And he's oh, taking his lady, whatever. He's above Adonis. Like, what's an Italian name? What's in Valentina. Valentina. She was Greek. Why was she Italian? Or oh, Greek, sorry. Oh, I don't know. He's, you know, Greek guy. What's Athena. a great Italian name? Gabriella. Okay. So Gabriella's on a date. <laughs> Anything they, Ella. He's taking on a Daniela. hike. We're going to take, he's got the blanket. And then what he did was he walked past the pond, saw his own face. He's like, yeah. And actually, get the me story some goes, yeah, let yeah. me get some action. Try to kiss himself. Fell in the pond or river or whatever it was. And he died. So, That's just another Tuesday night for me. Yeah, he died. Point God. is, you're so in love with yourself there, James. It's unbelievable, Narcissus. Uh, so shout out to me educating you there. I like it when you take James to school there. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. I, he wanted to make that statement for himself more than actually about Formula One. So thanks for that, James. Uh, incredible how we've had to waste two minutes there uh, to, to just talk about James. Let's actually get to what's important here mm. and not self-centered yuppies from the northern suburbs of Joburg. Yuppies. What's happened here... Is, are, are, are yuppies still a thing? Yeah, no, 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 very much yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday I was at coffee. I, I thought by now they would have had a different name. No, ah, no, yeah. that's not going to change. Is the core principles? We are better than you, and but we'll let like you from know. From the eighties. Yeah. No. So I think it, it's kind of like being in Oxford. But yesterday I saw genuine yuppies. Yeah. Like it was warm yesterday. They're in the cardigans right. at a coffee shop. Right. We're better than you. We know it. And they right. drive nicer cars. They have nicer stuff. They're their, just better than their you. Their girlfriends and boyfriends are more beautiful. Right. And they're not shy to let you know. So okay. people like James, they will live that lifestyle. Right. Spike, yesterday showed something, though, which I don't know if it's good or bad for, for racing. And maybe you can tell us is the importance of qualifying. Yo. Now, it, it kind of puts that front and center, right? Mm. Um, so before we go to that, and I'll, I, maybe you can uh, quickly ruminate on that. Senzo, your thoughts yesterday... Um, I mean, you're, you're a bit of an armchair fan. Obviously, you're not an aficionado like me in terms of racing. 
uh, elbows out uh, racing. You don't know terms like that. But just your thoughts as a, as a supporter of Formula One is yesterday is like, is that what you want to be doing? Waiting three hours, it's raining. Shout out to God for watering the pitch. But I mean, I was, I was going to get to that. Water the pitch. <laughs> I was going to get no. to that. Okay, we'll, we'll discuss. Maybe that. you prayed a little bit too hard. <laughs> yeah. The pitch. yeah, and that's what this we are doing. Yeah, exactly. But what are your thoughts since before we, we uh, talk to Spike? Uh, dude, it was just a mess, like all around. Like you know, it was just was it happening? Is it not happening? Is it not happening? Is it happening? And yeah. then it's just like. And that puts like as for me as a as a you know obviously fair weather fans like you aficionados like me and Spike will watch all the time. Sure. But there are people yesterday like this is how like consumption works, right? It's like that's a put off for me. If I was on the fence about Formula One and there are people you, you you're got, never you're never returning. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not watching now. You're and, like and well I, maybe I'm scrutinizing it too much. And I know the hardcores like me will go ah we'll watch anyway. But the hardcores there are fair weathers. Yeah. There are people like. We are fickle now. Like, hey, if Netflix doesn't work, I'm moving to Amazon. Like, yeah. And I know it sounds crazy. People, people, people want what's convenient and what's readily available. Now. Now. Mm. And maybe I'm crazy, Spike. Maybe I'm overthinking it and I, maybe it doesn't affect the, the brand. Well, I think you've got a fair point. I mean, Netflix hypes it up as like this great spectacle. And it is. When it works, it's wonderful. Yeah. I, again, I think yesterday was an anomaly. So, yes, there might be five or ten people in the world who switched on for their first Formula 1 race at Spa and sat there waiting and then kind of it didn't happen didn't happen and I'm quite sure that you know I didn't hear all the commentary feeds from all around the world obviously but I'm quite sure <laughs> the commentators around the world were going this is really insane yeah. this is not what Formula 1 is about you know the the Sky F1 team for all their faults yesterday were, were really kind of especially old uh, Mr. Brundle was, was like really upset that this was you know not right and it's it's not fair and we should be going racing so I would hope that they would get that message rather than the fact of, oh, this is just a regular weekend of F1. We just sit around waiting for, you know, the, the gods weather. to decide, you know, should when we? we should go racing or not. Yeah. So, I mean, the importance of qualifying now, mm. like yesterday, if anything, I, I, I guess that's, that's where we are now. Like, hey, take that seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you've got, during the qualifying, the, the conditions were changeable anyway. And everybody was saying then, it always is the case, when the, when the conditions are changeable, you go for whatever gap you can because it's, it ultimately can mean the difference between you know, literally first and last place on the grid. So Lando Norris was unfortunately one of, the, one of the guys who went for that gap and it didn't work out so well because he was the first one out. But had he gone out you know, five minutes earlier or five minutes mm. later, you know, the right result might have been different. So the thing about qualifying is it's always important in those conditions. But you know, if, you, if you're sitting with a situation where you know, you, you're kind of taking it easy and qualifying in the hopes that you'll have a better day next day. You know, now we've seen that actually the next day, the race day, might not even pan out the way even close to what you think. Yeah. So qualifying is, it always has been important, but this yeah. is an absolute illustration of how important it really is. Especially now, hey, now we're talking about Verstappen and uh, Sir Lewis yeah. Hamilton, mm. although Sky Sports say get that the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis, mm. honestly, he could be just a, a plumber from down the road. Mm. Yeah. He's, this is going to be, Fergie used to yeah. call it squeaky bum time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're not up for a 30-point gap this no, season, 40-point. No. Like, well, the, hopefully not. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, the way it's going is, hey, this could be crucial, what, what happened yesterday. And I, I think that, yeah, what, well said, Senza, what you got, Paul? My thing is, I want to know from Spike, like, who he thinks the biggest winners and the big, biggest losers are from this weekend, because that's interesting, because they're people yeah. who lost big. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah. people who, like, you know, who gained. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, look, I, I think we'll get to that, because I'm still... I don't know how I feel about what happened yesterday. Like, I also don't. Like, I'm, the... I'm so... You know... I, it's I'm a, so, such an anti, eh? No, you know what it is? I'm just so flabbergasted that 
every like I watch a lot of sport. Every other sport figures in for when things go wrong. It's like mm. I don't care that it's an anomaly, but maybe Spike's made a good point. It's like you, you know, very few sports have to carry maybe what ten tons around the world. You, you know, yeah. like football. NFL, you're just carrying humans mostly, yeah. and and you know. Yeah, maybe- the, the, that's the difference. I mean, in 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 football parlance, if you like, you've got to hire if your extra day. What what are the considerations for your extra day? You got to hire the stadium, right? Which yeah. is no, you own the stadium. You don't hire any. Okay, so you, you <laughs> so so there you go. You own the stadium, so it yeah. costs you so that costs you nothing. Yeah. Right. Unless unless you're paying people for different wages for for kind of on days versus off days, so it might cost you a couple of extra pounds in wages. Uh, the away team has to hire a bus or they own the bus so they just have to, and you know the team gets on the bus they drive there it's a couple of pounds in fuel you know. so the costs comparatively are very low the difference to give you to give you an example the last figure I heard to hire Kyle Army in South Africa the last figure I heard to hire that track for the weekend was essentially 100,000 rand a day okay so now sure. you're now you're factoring in 100,000 bucks for that extra day that you may or may not spend. That's just for the circuit. That's not for everybody in the circuit, all the staff. Uh, just know, to have a place to race. Just to have a place to race. Uh, catering. Uh, you know, electricity for the thing. Then, then it's the team, as we said earlier, then it's the teams themselves. They all have to stay an extra night at the hotel. Yeah. They all have to have their flights moved out a day. Uh, all, the, all the transportation that needs to take place needs to be delayed by a day, which will probably come with penalties. So the costs are, you know, yeah, and, exponentially and higher. Airbnb... No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but here we go. As you were speaking, and you're welcome, Formula One. I've just solved your problem. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do yesterday. Executive decision early, right? But you know what we've done eight weeks before the season starts, eight mm-hmm. months before the season starts. On the back end of the season, we, we, we build in five extra weeks and we call it, well, like, what's a rubbish word? Like, you know the the bulletproof part of the season, yeah, yeah. and obviously as a fan now I go oh grumble 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 because I've come from Australia to watch the Belgian Short Grand Prix. Okay, pal, like it happens in football, it happens in every other sport. Mm. Life's not perfect. Yeah. COVID changed everything. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so many excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's build five weeks into the back of the season into into our own calendar, and we let the public know. Should because this is a teaching moment. Mm. You got five weeks. Should anything happen, and you're a Belgian fan yesterday, right? Moving forward. We have five weeks at the back end of the season where we will rerun this race, right? Mm-hmm. And it will, whatever, whenever the, the last um, race so is... So you just season, postpone it. So you go, we'll give it a week after the season ends on our current calendar. We will add the Belgian uh, race at the mm. end. And everybody who was here today, right... We, we will refund because it's called a sunken cost in business. Yeah, sunk cost, yeah. Like Formula One's not the only thing that has to deal with this is... What about that? Yeah. There we go. I solved your problem. Yeah, sure. The only problem with your problem, with yeah. your problem solver, is that <laughs> there's, there's a whole, as I said earlier, there's a whole drive to save money. Yes. And the whole reason they want to save money is to make this more, sport more equitable for the smaller teams who want to be part of the sport. Gotcha. So not everybody's got Mercedes budget. Not everyone's got Ferrari budget. There are smaller teams that you know, need to, to make do with what money they can get together. So yes, I agree with you. Having that little cushion at the end of the season is a great idea. But the bottom line is, you know, if, you, if you're running a race, let's say you're having a race in Belgium that gets rained out and the season ends in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. All right. Now you've got to get everybody yeah. from Abu Dhabi and it's all, it's sure, it's all planned. Everybody knows it's going to happen. Yes. But who pays for that? Bam. Here's what because I'm the, uh, Sure. The FIA can say, you know, okay, cool. 
the, this doesn't form part of the cost cap. Whatever you spend to get from here to there to run that extra race is extra cost cap. You know, we'll, we'll, it's not part of it. Great. But it does not a guarantee that every team has the budget to fly everybody to that race to go racing. You know what I mean? The NFL has your solution here. It's something called collective bargaining, right? Is, oh, now, now you're... Oh, so here's what I we just, say. Oh, no. Now you're just overcomplicating. Who's the Bernie Eccleston of Formula One? Liberty like, Media. Liberty, so, but who's the guy? I, I, I don't like companies. Ah, is there a Bernie? There's, it was no, there's no Bernie. more Bernie. Bernie was a dictatorship. That's, that's what you need. The, no, yeah, sure, that's what you need. That's what, but you don't have it. So here's what I'm saying. Whoever, if I, uh, Michelle Stevenson, who's the CEO, <laughs> hypothetically, yeah. let's say that's her name, yeah. whatever, is take some leadership. Because yeah. in crisis, you need clarity. Here's what you say to every team, everyone. It is non-negotiable, right? To all of the teams, a certain amount is an escrow for this situation moving forward. Because... Mm. We have to have a solution for this moving forward. Hashtag global warming. Yeah, you guys are a part of yeah. it because you're chucking a lot of petrol in there or you used to anyway. So, but, but the reality is in, in this situation is I don't want to hear too many opinions is what is the solution again? Because I don't want supporters losing out again. People work hard for their money is for me is let's get an escrow account together. Listen, guys, every team must know you are 5 million in the red at the beginning of the season. We're not spending that money. That money is in an account, right? Everybody has interest to spend bearing. It. Yeah, interest bearing. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody has to spend that money yeah. because, guys, we don't. Because yesterday is a shambles for PR. No, it was terrible. Terrible. So, so look, I, I'm just offering solutions. Hmm. Like the money thing can't be a problem. It's Formula One, for God's sake. Hmm. Is and we're not going to spend that money. We'll give you back 10% of it at the, at the end of the year or 20%. But it must always be yeah. there. And I, I think you've made a brilliant point. Is if we need to go from Dubai to, to Belgium, guys, it's not Mercedes paying for it. Yeah. Formula no, One why? as yeah, a whole. Yeah. Are we all in or not? Yeah. What that, about that? That, that is, I, I think that's a workable solution. And in all seriousness, something maybe that needs to be suggested to the FIA who are getting together uh, for their at their next meeting to discuss uh, these kinds of things for next year. They have said they will table something at that meeting to discuss exactly what to do in the case of a force majeure race like happened at Belgium. And that is, I think that's probably a workable solution to say, let's keep that buffer in place for the end of the season and schedule the race, the, the calendar for next year so we can build in that extra race if we have to. And then we'll use that escrow money to go racing and get the, give the fans what they want. My only caveat is, if it happens to have happened twice in the same year, the two races are rained out, then this conversation starts all over again and everyone's like, oh, it's a shambles for F1. You're never going to please all the people all the time, but that's probably a workable Not a solution. Pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Yeah, pizza. Listen, we now need to discuss this before we go to a break. Mm. Have I just sold Formula One? Wow. People need to, like, okay, let's talk about that. Mm. At Cliff C Sport, did I just solve Formula One and all its problems? Am I a genius? A lot of people are already saying that. Um, so I'm not saying I'm a genius, but I've just solved Formula One's problems in, what, 20 minutes, Spike? You, me? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know. Whatever. Changing broadcasting. Solving Formula One's problems. Uh, hey, we've got plenty to talk about on the other side. Uh, this is the MKT show. We're talking uh, racing. A bunch of billionaires can't figure out how to uh, actually make a, a race valuable for people. It's, it's incredible. Belgians. <laughs> uh, good waffles. Not good at, <laughs> not good at hosting F1 races. Yeah, All great, right. great waffles. Terrible weather. <laughs> That's the tagline. You have given everybody waffles. Uh, oh, at least. Unbelievable. Incredible. All right. The MKT show. Plenty coming up after this. CliffCentral.com You've done it. You've done it, my man. Wow. I mean... Michael Marcy didn't do it. 
it's at this stage you, you have to ask yourself i'm solving formula one's issues i'm i'm redefining how to bring back shows You're at this stage essential good okay. uh, uh, am i larry king reincarnate <laughs> no oh, because you still alive no <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, you know, his spandex are absolutely tingling at, at <laughs> what I said and what you said right now. Shout out Larry King, uh, my absolute hero. Um, l- l- listen, I just, let's let's stop the gay banter because Formula One right now and Man United have me wrangled. Right, hey, you're I'm all worked up. I, I they, they've really they've got me worked up. I'm hot under the proverbial collar. Obviously, I haven't worn a suit since I was 18. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a clown. It's, Grow up, bro. No. <laughs> Hey, where's that from? <laughs> grow up, bro. Do you remember that in, in advert history? But grow up, bro. Grow up, bro. I don't remember that. Do you remember that advert? No, I haven't watched live TV for... That's the problem. No, grow but up, I, I mean, Spike, you've produced for every every single preeminent sort of a figure in radio. Grow up, bro, I think was on radio. Really? Uh, yeah, wow. I, I think it was. I must but have anyway. been too busy producing. If you're an international person, I mean, how do you describe brew? How do you... If I'm from Bra. Iceland, brew... Bra is the equivalent. Brew, Bra. brother, Bra. mate... Governor, my cousin. Tough. There's no real direct translation. Yeah. There. Chairman, brew. Very South boss. African. Boss. Yeah. Boss. I think boss is the most South African. Yeah. Hey, hey, boss. Hey, no, boss. Chief. Boss. boss. Chief of South African. Hey, boss. Are you? Hey, chief. <laughs> <laughs> my leader. <laughs> Come. My leader. My leader. Uh, that's the one. All right. My leader. You know, this always happens when I say enough of the gay banter. It gets uh, more into, yeah. into that. Now, of course, that doesn't mean actually that you're a man or woman that's attracted to the same person that's, uh, you know, that sex. is. It actually just means mucking about. Mm. Um, let's get into the... There's obviously rules in life and in Formula One. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, you can't make rules to actually uh, figure out how to race. Uh, but what you can do is... There was a red flag, which is something... Mm, a few you know, red flags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about the rules. What does the rule actually say? How was it implemented? Mm. What's actually going on? Does it make me less emotional? Uh, probably not. So, the red flag rule... The, the red flag rule, let's deal with that first before we get to the points rule. The red flag rule is basically, anytime the race director feels that the race, for whatever reason, or the qualifying session, or the sprint, is unsafe for drivers, or spectators, or marshals... Um, he will red flag the race. So it's up to Michael Massey, race Michael. director, Michael, to say, actually, it's Michael because he's Australian. No, Michael, man. Michael. So, so All right, tell boys, me, what does red flag race. mean? Red flag means uh, as soon as the red flag is uh, shown on the, on the circuit, all the marshals at their various posts will wave their red flags. The red flag LEDs will come up. Uh, they, will, they will switch on the red lights at the start-finish line, will flash. And every every car needs to return to the pits uh, to a to a lap delta, a, a, sp- a, a time specified on the driver's screen. Mm-hmm. They need to stick to a specific time through the sectors. They need to return to the pits. Uh, they line up in the pits in the order that they were on the track, no overtaking, and then they switch off. And then the race is effectively stopped. Yesterday was the only time it'll actually mean being actually literally and proverbially in the pits. Yeah, because normally totally going to the, the pits, pits means it's a good thing. Yeah. Yesterday, it would start the race. I'm in the pits. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. It's the only time in yeah. the last 480 years or however long it's been since the last cancelled race. So, okay. So, that's the rule. Mm. Now, in terms of... So, they still gave points. They still gave points. And, this is, <laughs> and this, is, this is the interesting thing for me is that you look at the interpretation... The, there's, there's an interpretation of the rules now. So, the way that points work is that you have to run a certain number of laps... Uh, to be able to award at least half points, which is what happened yesterday. You have to run four laps in the race 
at that point, once you've run four laps, you can award at least half points. Yeah. To award full points, you have to run 75% race distance. Once the race is, distance is past 75%, no matter what, full points are awarded. Even if the race yesterday had been abandoned, if they'd run 75%, everybody would have got their points in the order in which they finished. So now there's a rule that says, well, in the event that a red flag is, ra- uh, is, is waved, then you take the position of the cars on the lap penultimate to the lap on which the red flag was waved. So as a count back. And then it gets really confusing, a little bit hectic, and then, you know, so they're saying, well, we ran the formation lap and then we came into the pit, so that's 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 one lap, and then we ran two laps behind the safety or three laps behind the safety car, but then the red flag rule says that you've got to count back, so in effect we didn't run four laps, we only ran three laps, so no, no points should oh, be given. God. There's all this kind of banter going around the place Michael Massey has come out and said no we ran four laps <laughs> everybody gets their half points oh, Michael yeah. went to the marshals there we go so the bottom line is everybody gets their half points it's it's good and it's bad because you know the guys outside of the top 10 are the losers because they didn't get a chance to either improve their position or take advantage of any kind of incidents that no doubt would have happened in those changeable conditions uh, interesting quote from uh, from uh, Carlos Sainz, who qualified 10th, ergo finished 10th. Uh, he got half a point for his 10th place finish. Point five. <laughs> yeah. He said, he said um, you know what, I didn't deserve a point yeah. uh, because I, you know, I didn't do any racing. So why do I, I, don't, why do I get half a point? I don't deserve it. Uh, Dan Ricciardo, coming out uh, qualifying 4th, ergo finishing 4th, said, you know what, points were handed out rather than deserved, which yeah. I thought was the best way to phrase it. They gave out the points. No one actually deserved their points. The guys who I think would probably be the, the happiest f- from a points position would be uh, Max Verstappen, probably okay with it. Uh, he was probably in the strongest position of all because in those conditions, if you get out ahead of everybody else, you're, you're on a, such a massive advantage. So mm. I think he would have been okay with a points finish. George Russell would have been very happy with a points finish <laughs> yeah. because... He qualified second. Brilliant qualification from Mr. Saturday. Yeah. He turned it... It could have been a Mr. Sunday moment. The rain took it away from him. But by the same token, he wasn't passed by everybody behind him to get kicked out of the top 10. He didn't get taken out by anybody. Lewis Hamilton probably would have been a little bit upset. But again, you have no idea of knowing... You know, just because you start in your position doesn't mean you're guaranteed to those points. So Mm. I think everybody's got to sit back and go, you know what? We got what we got. It is what it is. Red Bull have a fantastic opportunity to troll here because I'm immediately onto the social media manager. There is no stopping Verstappen. I go, I go to that early. Mm, straight after the race. There is yeah. no, yeah. Taking there, it to the no, max. The only, the only problem with that is that uh, there was stopping Verstappen because he got red flagged. Oh, no, well, that's... Uh, so fail on your part. No, I'm putting the points as well. Like, the, the mm. winner and podium. Oh, no, winner chicken I'm trolling that. everyone. I'm, yeah, yeah, okay. If I'm Red Bull, I'm full on... Yeah into it we won yeah. guys got yeah. into it well I mean you probably would have thrown out the very, si- very first time he scored any points you would have said uh, or the very first time he ra- won a race you would have said uh, max points max I mean it's unoriginal but it's you know uh, the Swedish people have a great saying Spike mm-hmm. simplicity is the highest form of sophistication and you have just proven it right mm-hmm. there right. max points you know what I mean this guy <laughs> there's, hey. another, there's another saying that puns are the lowest form of humor different point Different saying. Mm. No, uh, un- Different nation. In fact. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a whole thing. So we get half points. And yep. ultimately what we have to still remember, sometimes money shrouds things, is like 
these are apex level competitors. So you expect those mm. sorts of comments, right? Is these I, guys want to compete? They were. They every, like to have points. Every single one of them, I've got no doubt, would have. If you'd said to them yesterday, "Are you happy?" 100% with what happened they would have all said no yeah. we wanted to go racing even Max who got as many points as he could have on the day yeah. more than anybody else probably would have said you know what I'd rather have gone for full points and proven to everybody that I was faster on the day uh, so I think every single one of them were they were they would have been ultimately not 100% happy with, with, the, with the outcome and I think we, we kind of touched on it earlier winners and losers from yesterday Spike yeah. uh, just your thoughts on that so I think for me the, the big winners are uh, George Russell Qualified second, take nothing away from the guy. Fantastic qualifying team strategy in that in that uh, moment was perfect. He got the max result out of it. Uh, and uh, the other the other guy who would have been very happy was Dan Ricciardo. Uh, best qualifying of the season so far, and someone who who needs a bit of a boost hasn't been all that effective in the races. Yeah. And I think he would have walked away from fourth place with a smile on his face. And his besties with David Beckham. I'm just going to go to Wimbledon. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Wimbledon. He was he's hanging out with David Beckham just next yeah. to him looking, oh, wow. love it. He's because he's got the dark hair, Danny Ricciardo. Yeah, yeah. What's a Ricciardo Portuguese, hey? Uh, Italian, was, I think. Yeah, Italian, Italian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he was looking like a Lothario next to Bex. Right. Out here at Wimbledon, right, in right. the suit, shades, uh-huh. crash, boom, bang. I'm well, pa- I mean, yeah, I mean, I, personally... I would never sit next to David Beckham while he's wearing a suit because I'm going to put it out there right now. There's no man in the world, in the world, who wears a suit better than David Beckham. Yeah, no, you've nailed it there. Outside of a guy called Roberto Mancini. No, no one. And even then, no, 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 David Beckham is the ultimate. He's won at life. He really, really has. Married a Spice Girl. Uh, play for Manchester United. You know, Christian Milan, Horner married a Spice. Christian Horner married a Spice Girl. Yeah. He can't wear a suit like David. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. fair point. What you're saying is marrying a Spice Girl it's doesn't no mean you're going to look good yeah, in a exactly. suit. Yeah, exactly. That's what the science is telling you. Shout out, <laughs> Danny Ricardo. Um, before we go to the loser, somebody crashed yesterday. Oh, How much is he wow. getting bantered in a red flag race? Wow, <laughs> wow, biggest, 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 <laughs> biggest Joker loser is. of the day. And to be fair. It's not the first time someone's crashed on the formation lap. I think it was this season that Max Verstappen also had an incident on the formation lap. So uh, it's a Red Bull thing. Yeah. It's a Red Bull. No, I mean David Coulthard famously crashed uh, on the fam- uh, on the formation lap for Monza. Yeah. Uh, you know, from pole position and took himself out of the race. It happens. But on a day like uh, yes, a day like we had at the Belgian Grand Prix, you know, the biggest loser, no doubt, is Sergio Perez. He he qualified <laughs> in the points. Yeah, and he just took himself right out of it. <laughs> also, because you know it's fine when David Coulthard does that in 1995. Uh, there's a little something, not sure if you've heard of it, called Instagram and mm. Twitter now. Oh, yeah. hey. so you've crashed at the worst time ever. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in Chile right now is, is laughing at you, heckling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, just absolutely. loving it, and that's going to circulate what for a year. Yeah, and 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 the thing, the other thing about it is, is because the coverage is so much better now. Sure, David Coulthard crashed out in Monza on the formation lap of the race in the dry while the world was watching. Yeah. No one saw Sergio Perez crash, but boy, that footage didn't take long to appear. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it immediately because I'm, I'm on Twitter, you know, trying to stay active. I was watching uh, the F1 TV uh, preview. Yeah. Uh, and again, we've said it before on the show, we'll say it again. Best way to watch F1 is the F1 TV app. Thousand percent. Uh, F1 TV platform, rather. And they were in the pits uh, chatting about, uh, you know, pre-race stuff. And uh, they're going, oh, We've just heard that Sergio Perez might have binned it. And <laughs> 30, sec- 30 seconds later, there was Sergio in the wall with replays, with slow-mo replays. Oh, in the 4K. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. my goodness. Not a people going like this at work today. Check. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
unbelievable. Listen, biggest loser of the day, but not the only one. And uh, before we go on to that, I have said to you, water the pitch because that's the oh. kind of dynamics you're going to get. It's great you television. You see what happens when you water the pitch. Great content. No, crap racing. <laughs> No racing. Or no racing. No, listen. I mean, you can over butter over butter a piece of bread. That yes. can happen. Is yeah. m- maybe God slow down? Just turn the tap off. Yeah. <laughs> just turn the tap off. A, a little bit too also, much watering. Also, that area had had floods. Like, give them a break. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. More waffles for people in Belgium. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other losers from yesterday. Oh man, Lando Norris. Shame. Oh, I feel so sorry That's for the tough. guy. He was on fire. He was on. He was on course to get his first pole ever. He was looking like the class of the field. Uh, he just, I think he just... He binned it. He just took that little bit extra. He just tried that a little bit too hard. Went out first, found some water, aquaplaned in one of the quickest places on the circuit. And to be honest, I was yeah, that crashed, amazed that he got away with a gearbox change only. I mm. was fully expecting them to rebuild that car and him start from the pit lane. Ultimately, it didn't matter. Uh, he dropped five places for the gearbox change from his ninth position uh, qualifying because he finished. Uh, that's where he finished up. Yeah, and so he qualified ultimately fourteenth. But he was he was looking good for pole. Uh, so I think he was also a big loser, you know, especially considering the way that the, that the results were determined. Had he qualified pole, it would have been his first race win. Had you said to him, "Listen, Lando, we're going to give you your first." If you'd said to him at the beginning of the, at the, of the season, you know, we're going to give you your first race win. It's, you're going to do no racing for it, but you'll still be credited with a win. He probably would have said, cool, I'll take it. Yeah, hey, oh, obviously. Yeah. I won. Get out of here. He wouldn't say, no, 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 don't give it to me. I'd rather go racing for it. He would have taken it. Because the, the record books are short. Exactly. exactly. Uh, yeah, no Norris won in Belgium. There yeah. is no yeah. asterisk. Yeah. Well, only winners and losers. Yeah, especially when, now. When they're doing, at the subtext? When they're doing the retrospective 20 years from now, when Lando Norris has racked up nine championships, they're going to be saying, his first win yeah. was in Belgium. It was weird circumstances, but you know, it doesn't matter. A win is the rest of the W, dog. Exactly. No, it's... Uh, I, I, hey, I would totally be, be in it. Let's talk about one more... Um, one more loser before oh. I get to people that I think are winning on a, on a different level because yeah. of yesterday. Uh, Valtteri Bottas, um, you know, he, he did what he could in qualifying. I think he probably would have made some places up in the race, but because of his uh, his indiscretion in Hungary, got himself a five-place gra- five grid <laughs> penalty. Qualified top 10, got not, knocked back to 13th ultimately, I think. Yes. And so had no chance to make up for his, uh, for his mistakes. And he, again, finishes out of the points at a point in time where... Well, total it, it, probably hit him with that text. We need to talk. <laughs> no, I think, and I think that's that's part of it. Is is that I was going to say that I think that conversation is already done. So ultimately, it might not hurt him, but certainly he, it's not for his headspace. It's not where he wants to be. You know, he wants to he wants opportunity to prove himself. Well, what's the vibe between Bottas and Russell? Is it tense? They, they. I don't know. I don't think it is. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to have a real frank chat with Formula 1 drivers about that exact thing when it comes to contract time. You know, do they, as much as they say, oh, well, you know, I'm doing what I can for the team and I just want to race in Formula 1. And, you know, do they, they must be on some personal level because these guys are all ego. Yeah. As yeah. nice as they are, oh, yeah. they might be nice guys. Some might be nicer than others. They, you know, some might be bigger dicks than others. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're all ego. So for their team to say, you know what? We don't want you. We want you. At some point, you're going to go, yes, I understand the decision because my results are crap. Yeah. And the other guy's cheaper and he's younger and I haven't really... Sh- At some level, they're going, you know, I really hate that guy. So I don't know what the vibe is, but on the surface, it's all very polite. And, you know, they're all saying, oh, well, the team will make... The teams will make up their decision. They'll make up their minds and the decision will be determined by 
whatever, whatever. But ultimately, it's in the team's hands, and you know we're just waiting. If I'm George Russell, right, I am loving yesterday because wow. at some stage there there will be another contract re- renegotiation. Is it's you know this is why you have lawyers. Mm. Is you don't you don't want you don't want to start getting involved in oh it rained blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Next contract talks. Excuse me. Yeah. You ask for progress. I podium. Yeah. So how is. I podium? Yeah, yeah. But I got, no, I got no, it no. done. Talk to no, my agent. Yeah. And also, no one's going to say to him, "Oh well, you podiumed off the back of a cancelled race." He's going to say, "Yes, but I qualified second. I out qualified everybody except Max Verstappen. I out qualified Hamilton. Yeah. I qualified everybody except the guy who was in front. You know, by one place in a car that." By rights, shouldn't be there. I still did it. And that's yeah. coming off the back of a points finish, first points finish in Hungary. So he's in the pound seat. Oh, I hope that's worth a mil, two mil on the next contract. <laughs> I, I, I think it's too late. Uh, from my understanding, that decision has been made about, oh. about Bottas v. Russell, who's going where. Uh, Toto Wolf came out of the weekend and said, yeah, we've made a decision. He didn't say what the decision was, but he said, <laughs> you know, that issue has been resolved. That decision's been made. I guess we'll find out in the coming weeks. So... Either way, if Russell's staying at Williams or, or you know, going to, to Mercedes, if Bottas is swapping with Russell or you know, is out in the cold, I think that, that's been inked already. If I'm George Russell, what you're hoping is we've done the classic deal in principle. We have, so yeah, we, we haven't signed. Yeah, yeah. Because I go and put Gentlemen's this, agreement. No, I'm serious. If, if, I'm not kidding. Like, if mm. I was his agent... Yeah. Because you've got to be unscrupulous at mm. the top. You know, yeah. like, what are you doing? Toto's giving him... Hey, listen... You know what? We're going to pay you more money because you were unlucky if you break your leg. Yeah. No, you know what Toto would do is it's been nice, pal. We'll pay for your rehab and we're nice guys, but get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. If I'm him, honestly, I hope they've done the principal thing because I tell my agent, ho, 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 ho. Hang on. Slow down a bit. You're talking to a podium uh, place and yeah. driver now. Yeah. Let's bunt that cheese up yeah. as the kids might. Honestly, I, I would do it, that. It is a little bit of a difficult proposal when uh, your manager is the guy you're negotiating with. That is tough. <laughs> it's it's much easier when you aren't negotiating with the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's you know if I want to buy, I don't know. I, I don't go and buy my book from Bezos. No, no, you don't. You know, I don't no. go negotiate. Like, oh, that book's expensive. Bezos, well, like no, that is tough. No. That'll be a tough negotiation. Mm, yeah. yeah, that is. Tough. But I think also you know, in any situation, whether you're you're signing as a driver or buying a second-hand car, I don't want to negotiate with Toto Wolff. <laughs> He's like he's, he's he's at least eight foot tall yeah. and seven foot wide. Massive yeah. man. He's huge. He's got this booming voice. <laughs> he's worth billions. Yeah. I, you know, whatever Toto Wolf comes to me and goes, I'll give you this, you just go, thanks Toto, yeah. and be thankful. Shot boss. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks, Chief. Thanks, my chief. Okay. Yeah. And, my then leader. Just, and then just move on. <laughs> my leader. <Yeah. laughs> Toto Wolf, shut up. I mean that name is unbelievable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Toto like he's shaped it. To be on television. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, what do you call it? Determin- no, I think that... That's why, that's why I'm wondering where did <laughs> Christian Horner get such such confidence? Yeah. Tudorf is like... Yeah, listen, those guys are different. I mean... <laughs> Quiet little man. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they'll never be too... Run home to Scary Spice. Yeah. They'll, they'll never be two no, men. Was, like, or uh, Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice, that's all, yeah. Yeah, they'll never be two men, obviously, like Bria Torre and, and Bernie. But they're, they're these... <laughs> Bria Torre, Torre, what do you mean? A dictator and a cheater? Yeah, I mean... And <laughs> Bria Torre is the man. And Bria Torre, no, when, they ca- when they caught him, right... Did what, what did he say? Good night till you die, boy. What did he say? I forget what he said, but just moved on with it. New model girlfriend, New York, yeah, like yeah. like those guys. Uh, just next next level. Um, Spike, let's talk. Uh, and I, I guess we've kind of addressed it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, shout out to shout, shout out to the tweet monster here, Haas F1 team uh, guys mucking about there. 
meanwhile, in the football, uh, <laughs> 8-6 versus Aston Martin. So the, the guys are mucking about because they've obviously they planned for three hours. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, to be fair, it's three Hass guys against one Aston Martin, Aston Martin guy. No, sure, that's going to make it difficult. No, they're two Aston Martin. Who, who is that? Is that the German? It's, uh, no, it's Vettel. Vettel. Is that oh, no, there's another Aston Martin engineer there. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's tough. Vettel, let's see what kind of skills. He goes for the nutmeg there. Not great. Goes for the He panics and snatches at the one on the left. And it's deflected wide for the corner. I think so. that's uh, I think that's uh, Schumacher Junior that he's playing against. Because uh, okay. well, I know I the mean, two of them are tight. Hey, Schumacher, by the way, played I think seventh division football uh, senior. Uh, shout out Michael Schumacher. And he's senior. pretty decent. Eh? He, he played seventh division football in Germany. So uh, seventh division. Yeah, uh, uh, quite difficult for this Schumacher. Is, it, to, is to, that where they hand out participation prizes? Well, I, I can't answer that. I mean, shout out to Schumacher. It's tough to say a guy who had what eight titles. Seven. Seven. Tough, tough to look down on him and say and judge him for not making it as a football player. <laughs> tough, tough to say you're the greatest to you, you're in the top twenty greatest sportsmen of all time. That raises an interesting question. Yeah. How many sportsmen who have made it to the lower divisions would be so much better if they just changed sports? Oh, I see what you're saying. That is tough. Like if there's some dude playing in the fourth league badminton division in, you know, the Philippines. Yeah. If he became a rugby player, you know, maybe he'd be like the world's greatest. I see we what you're know. saying. Huh? I see. That, that, is a, that is a very, very good point. More sportsmen should do that. Shout out A.B. de Villiers playing South yeah. Africa for everything. Mm-hmm. And Herschel Gibbs. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very, very true. Mm, mm. I, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, listen, that's tough though. Michael Schumacher, I'm not going to look down on you. You change the face of sporting viewing for 15 years. Also, I'm like a billionaire, so like... Gajillionaire. Ah, yeah. That's tough pressure yeah. for, for the kid, huh? Him and Tiger Woods were vying for the title of first sporting billionaire in the world. Yeah. And I think Michael got there first. I think. Either way, he's, he's yeah. Michael Schumacher. What's $100 million between, between friends? You know what I mean? He's done enough. Uh, there's yeah. a guy, Michael Schumacher, so I'm not going to judge you. Your son, though, I will judge that. Uh, that first touch, not great. <laughs> that's, uh, your dad would have been And probably won the race. And probably raced in the rain and won. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what your dad would have done. No pressure. That's why you must pick a different profession. Go be, go be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I should have been an accountant. Um, so, should we finish off on some social media? What, what, what we got there, Paul Spike? I mean, we've discussed, you, you know, can they just figure out a calendar? It would, it would be wonderful. You're so, it would, it would you're be so wonderful. vexed. 13-year-olds eh? have figured out how to read a calendar. I'd like to think incredibly yeah. sophisticated men and women who have figured out business models, mm-hmm. how to get car parts without losing a single screw from China to Brazil. They figured this out. Ooh. Figure out a calendar which has been the same since about what the 14th century give or take. Let's figure yeah. it out. I think uh, look they they have said uh, there was a, there was a headline this morning going we are going to look at this in our next meeting. So Michael Messi's come out and said it's part of our agenda for our next meeting. Oh Michael. That, that that's more of Guys, we're not going to do anything. We're going to just we're probably going to have champagne, which you guys can't afford without you mm. seeing us, and then nothing's going to change. Uh, I think that's fully cynical, and and I don't endorse that message. <laughs> I think they're, they're. I think they're genuinely, especially now. No, not even. No, I'm not. I'm a pragmatist. Yeah. Especially now, where Liberty Media have spent so many hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah, getting the sport to where it needs to be, generating the hype via Netflix, allowing you know unprecedented kind of content development to get a new audience. They do not want a show like they had yesterday. So Liberty Media is going to be putting the pressure to go, we want our money, we want our, we want our, our slice of cake, make sure this doesn't happen again. And some... that's why Michael Messi is going to chat about it in the next meeting. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Gentlemen, take a seat. Uh, yesterday, absolute stinker, mate. Uh, we cannot, Blimey. we will not have that again. Mate. It cannot happen again. Yeah, because here's here's the other part. The that buggers. I've actually just thought about there as you, as you were talking, is that um, Formula One, T1 
TV show that gets scheduled is there's a couple of TV guys saying because what do you think Sky Sports yesterday are having like gentlemen let's take a seat we're all reasonable we can't have that on our channel honestly like, for a, and by the way can we please have a refund because if you don't think Sky Sports are having that conversation right now you are dead wrong yeah, yeah. guess what they did with, with the English Premier League yeah we are not paying for half for the rest of the season mm. do not for a second think Sky Sports are playing is there are billions of dollars involved in yesterday's yeah. decision and that's another reason why Liberty Media will be cracking the whip with the FIA so it's gonna happen what's the name Michael Massey Michael like, Massey <laughs> so if you say if can Michael Michael's gonna Michael go to the Messi. Marshals sure. so it's really sorry to get you out here I know it's raining and we'd never have no break through, bro. but look at yeah but you know I'm a crack huh? no, I got your back it'll never happen again and you, know, really... and you know what those Marshals are saying <laughs> You know those marshals? They say, "Oh, we hear you, boss. Thanks, bro." Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, chief. Thanks. Cheers, chief. All right, my leader. Yeah. Oh, listen, can I, can, I, can I get a photo with my wife? <laughs> <laughs> photo with my wife. Major, major fan, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Massey from Australia. I mean, brutal day for Formula One. Yeah. But ultimately, hey, what are the pitch? I told you, it gets dynamic. It's going to happen. People are going to talk. <laughs> oh, People... my word. I would have, I would have hoped that yesterday it, it, it would convince you that watering the pitch is not the answer. Have people spoken more about Formula One in the last 20 years? Absolutely not. I guarantee you. <laughs> Formula One, content, water the pitch. Wow. People are saying a flood, not good. I'm saying, hey, more, listen, more. Uh, they say, uh, après moi, le déluge, if you're in France, after me, the déluge. I, I promise you, to, they will never get coverage like this again. Spike Valentine. You are an awesome human being. Thank you so much for today. Pleasure being here. Thanks very uh, much. Senzo, you are also a person. So I've, both, I've given you com- uh, compliments. Good sport, bro. You know, you know what I'm saying? You guys are, you guys are good. You're, you're, you're cracking stuff. So figure out a calendar. Guys, you've got money. Uh, the GDP of South Africa is invested in a Formula One weekend. So figure out a calendar. Uh, Senzo, Cristiano Ronaldo's back. You're winning the SA Premier League, Kenyan Premier League. Tata Zonke. Everything. Manchester United. CR7 at the age of 36. He's changed the face of Man United. It's quite incredible. It's the second coming. <laughs> <laughs> These people are unbelievable. Ladies and I th- gentlemen. I, th- I think he's out there right now, you know, practicing how to lift a trophy. You, you, you need to get a cutout. If you really, if you want to convince me with how much you love CR7, I want to, I want to cut out with the next two. No, it'll happen. We will put it on the show, awesome. on the set. Spike it'll happen. To see it. Spike Valentine, sends us a Ladies and gentlemen, um, my name is MKT. Uh, this has been a show named after me. It feels incredible, by the way. The ego, loving it. Having my friends with me, even better. Uh, for today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are the hell out of Central.com